The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. I'm finishing breakfast. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett Vesley. Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness. And we're all going to drag ass through this Monday that uh, eventually will become a national holiday the day after the Super Bowl. Should be. The whole nation, football fan or not, uh, carves uh, out a full Super Bowl Sunday and says goodbye to the season. Saved money on Greece. Yeah, huh? or lube? Oh yeah, the polls. <laughs> yeah, the polls. We didn't need to lube them up. But what we what we don't think about, and I thought of this last night was, yeah, they didn't have to lube up all the street posts, the the lights and stuff that Philadelphians climb. But could have made a fortune on concealer and foundation makeup for all the bruises that Philadelphia <laughs> women now have from their erratically unpredictable. A lot ones. of sunglasses this morning. Yeah, and it's a cloudy day. You see a lot of girls and. Randall Cunningham and, you know, those jerseys going back to the airport with sunglasses. Why are you wearing those? Just, you know, the sun's not even up. They're going to wear them. A lot of concealer going out this morning in those weird little... A lot of stories about walking into doorknobs. Because Philadelphia men are horrible people. Uh, the football game was uh, a good one. A solid football game. And we had a great time up there at CB Live yesterday. Uh, it was just uh, fun to watch and kind of one of those Super Bowls that I think comes and goes. I'm not so sure it had a moment... If anything, the moment of the game was the refs deciding, all right, we'll play. They now the laundry flies. Yeah, they didn't make a call the whole game. So I, I went over to my buddy Chris at the thing, and I said, you know, we're down to the last three minutes. These refs have eaten flags the entire game. Yeah. Are they going to continue to eat them, and then an egregious penalty they don't throw a flag on comes up, or are they going to throw some ticky-tack? Eventually, the refs are going to play a role in this, and I didn't I, – I, I don't like saying the refs wrecked a game. That's because the other team – the Eagles had chance after chance to win this game. I think they were playing better. I think that they just, the Eagles just kept letting the Chiefs back in with good play uh, by the Chiefs and the Eagles kind of like not figuring they out hung how around. to get, They hung around. They let them hang around. And then uh, that call at the end, it's just the timing. I just like to see it play out. It was ticky-tacky. It was a terrible just, call. I, I, I know he did hold them. It's a, it's a sure. penalty, but they've let it go the whole day. And for that to be the one time they're like, no. Uh, you know, third down and six, we're going to throw this, give them a first down. Otherwise, it's a field goal, and the Eagles have a minute and a half to try yeah, to, try to tie it, or it would have been a much better game. Uh, so the ending was kind of 
marred by that. The Chiefs earned the win. There's no doubt. I'm not saying a Seahawks Steelers game. Being a Steelers fan, I always think back. Even Adam Ray backstage yesterday goes, "Yeah, you know the referees are the ones who stole that game from. Like you lost by 11. The referees can't steal just because they make a bad call. This is my argument to all Seahawks fans about that. Just because you got hit with a bad holding call doesn't mean your next pass has to be an interception. You know, adapt and overcome. You had another play. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, yeah, but 11 points. Three-point game, it's right down there, and then, you know, they could just sit on the ball and milk it down to the last second to kick the field goal. It's you Two have weeks your earlier, I couldn't say that about the Bengals. I mean, I mean, you know, no. you could say, oh, he flopped. Along. No, you don't touch the guy. You, you just don't the hit the guy. Yeah. And, it, and it was a hustle play. That poor dude for the Bengals made a play that was probably nine out of ten guys would have had trouble stopping themselves when they had to, and it was... It was a call that had to be made. Yep. You understood why the flag. Nobody's saying, oh, they shouldn't have done it. The flags had to fly. This one, debatable. Chiefs fans are all like, no, come on, he held him. Yeah, but okay, maybe he did. That ball was not going to be caught. I don't care if Juju Smith-Schuster gets loose on that play and doesn't get held. That ball was not getting caught. You watch it on replays when they're not even you know, focusing on the defender. You can yeah. see it in the background. Yeah, it's just... It's a tough one for that to be decided that way. And and I think that's what this game goes down as, you know, the memorable moment was that flag. Uh, Chiefs fans, you have the argument of like, ah, won the game, and you did. I don't think you can take it away. It wasn't You didn't rob anybody. The only thing we were robbed of was whether or not the Eagles would have had that minute-and-a-half drive. From yeah. Maybe they go three and out. Maybe they, you know, four and out. Maybe they just blow it. Maybe it's a pick. Maybe they fumble. Who knows? They might not win it that way, but you'd have liked to have seen the opportunity because that call kind of took that away. Otherwise, it was a good game. It was yeah. fun. And they got it at the 35. I mean, I don't know why they squib kicked it. I mean, that made it interesting. And then Jalen Hurts is, I don't know if he got hit on that last throw. It was like know. a 25-yard line drive. last yeah, throw. A terrible last throw. And he's trying to throw it 90 yards. Yeah. I think that might have been why he just over-gripped and spiked it, basically. But uh, it was a good game. Eagle fan, uh, I don't mind seeing you uh, unhappy. I was going to say, it, looks like, it sounds like you're becoming an Eagles sympathizer. Like, no, 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 I mean, no, don't I'm get like, me wrong, Jesus, please. I'm glad you said that. Now. <laughs> Put me on the straight and narrow here. No, no, no. I'm happy the Eagles lost. I'd like to see them, I'd like to see them fail on their own oh, okay, without right. the help of the referees. I, I, I still want Eagles fans to go home crying. No issue with that at all. Let those morons take their cream cheese and their Tom Hanks aids and get out of that. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty awesome. So it was a fun game. Uh, Rihanna's halftime show. She's brilliant. Here's why. Think of what we do. Lady Gaga, fat. You know, they all go after him for being fat. And she's like, I'll just get pregnant. And so she gets knocked up, doesn't tell anybody. He's like, you can't call me fat. I got a baby in here. It's like, ah, geez. And it took me a minute because I'm like, she just had that baby. That baby weight's nasty. She... Played a whole thing, and then I think all those dancers represented the sperms that didn't make it to the egg. They must have been, yeah. It had to be it. It looked like a bunch of sperms from a Woody Allen movie years ago. And then Rihanna was just the egg, the ovum, and she's standing up there, and all these sperms are trying to get there, and they can't get to her. One already got in, and she kept rubbing that thing. Yeah. Nothing less sexy. Why, 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 why? Yeah, nothing less sexy <laughs> to me than a pregnant woman reaching down. And rubbing her genitals and then putting her hand up by her nose. We there thought, was a move in the hair where she'd reach down like a Michael Jackson twice. and she smelled her hand. I thought maybe she was trying to make the water break or something. I don't <laughs> know. I think they need backups now for the halftime show. If you're pregnant, your ass shouldn't be up there. Yeah. I want, uh, no. I think Ugh. if you were there, it probably looked pretty cool. But after a while, but you're like, we were halfway okay, through. The pl- I'm, I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah. I, I, and she didn't crush me with smash hits. 
couple songs I don't know, and I know Rihanna music. I'm not a like crazy fan, but that's that. I'm the audience. I'm the guy who's like, give me your seven or eight hits. Like boom, 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 boom. Don't hit me with a ballad I don't know. Or the platforms are really cool, but after a while, it's like, uh, what else you got? Right? Is this it? Where was and then the who guest? else is yeah. coming right. in? Right. We yeah. had no special. That's another one too. Yeah. yeah, I thought for sure Jay Z's coming out for. Umbrella. He was there. I know. But the sperms. It was all about the sperms. A lot of sperms. Out I even there. said to Brett. I looked at Brett in the middle of this thing, and he's not. He's just staring at the screen. And I'm looking over at Brett. I'm like, finally wander over. I'm like, why aren't you laughing? And he goes, what for? I'm like, this is the most rhythmic clan rally I've ever watched in my life. I was expecting you <laughs> then to... Then I was entertained. Yeah, and finally. I was, yeah, I was like, all right, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. I'm looking at that. I'm like, that is the clanniest looking thing. <laughs> that overhead shot it just looked like the clan had gone completely awesome. They've been to Arthur Murray. They learned to dance. They, it was an incredible clan rally And at from the, the end, overhead. the stadium goes black and <laughs> across. Just yeah, burns <laughs> in the 50-yard line. Yeah, yeah it was... Uh, and somebody leaned over me and goes, she sounds amazing. I'm like, that's tracks. Well, it was I tracks. Mean, she did sing, but it was tracks. Yeah, oh, big time. Yeah. And I don't, in a stadium that size. I understand that, you, it, you but it was, it was heavily It tracked. was thick, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's the only way you can do it. I, I mean. To, on TV like that, I yeah. think you have to do it to clean it up. She was singing, and I think she can sing, but she, and it sounded good for TV. I went home, I watched it again. Uh, I'm not knocking her home. as an artist. No. I mean, she's got some. She's got the hits. There's no You're doubt right. about it. But hey, it's up for scrutiny. I don't want to see pregnant show. broads up there dancing. I, I just look. Come, come on. on. Could I? Could I agree with that more? I don't think there's been a sentence I've ever agreed with more than I don't want to see pregnant broads up there dancing. I don't. And that goes for everywhere. Up there is in quotations because <laughs> right. wherever up there is, I'm with Brett. I don't want to see the pregnant, podium on the yeah. on the floor. Pregnant broads, blank dancing. Yes. I'm in. I'm. I don't want to see it. Nobody wants to see a, a brigade of no. of you know women in their third trimester shaking their ass. Last year's halftime show was way better. I thought. Oh well, last year's that's going to be a tough one to top. That's, yeah, can't follow that. There's one been up. some great. There's been some great ones, but for the most part, I think we yeah, all come MGK out. there. He could have come oh, out. That's true. <laughs> Enough of Machine Gun Kelly, please. I saw him a lot this weekend. It was at the Open. He was there Friday. He was, I think he was there Saturday. If he wasn't, there was clamoring. <gasps> MGK's here. I'm like, you guys don't care that much. You're adult men. I think Machine Gun Kelly's here. Stop it. You're 50 year old Fox men. was there, maybe. but They're breaking you know. up. Oh, are they? They're about oh, done. She's available. Ugly. Yeah. Could be ugly. But, yeah, the, I mean, look, I, I did a lot of events this last week that some, most I didn't want to go to and just kind of obligated in weird ways with friends and stuff, so... But I went to the Open on uh, Saturday, and like I said yesterday, there's a reason why it's sponsored by Waste Management. You ladies are trash at that thing. They are your garbage. Uh, nine in the morning, I've never seen more. Uh, you could go to a nightclub and see less hoary nonsense. And <laughs> and the reason it's more hoary, it's more hoary than ever. Like, there wasn't a bra in sight, and every single dress was just barely over the ass bubble. And so many girls were just a little bit drunk. I got there about 1030 we're walking along. I'm looking, and I'm like, butthole, butthole. None of these dresses were all staying right. down. No. All oh. right. Oh, okay. Yeah, ladies, squat rack, something. Oh, Do some right. lunges. Let's tighten this thing press, up a little bit. Leg press. It wasn't the, yeah, give me some leg press. Give me some of the glute work. These things are, it was like plates of mashed potatoes hidden under there. And their oh. butts were out, and this girl's just staggering around there, and their skirts are climbing up. I'm like, butthole, butthole, hanging down Carl Bunning meat, butthole. <gasps> There's a lot of it. Like it was, they are garbage people, and they're everywhere. And then you'd see like one or two cute ones, 
Like, okay, this is what it used to look like. America is gross. And it's but, like the uh, Rihanna dancers are all surrounded by 150 guys. <laughs> no, to be honest with you, the guys were like, whoa. There's a lot of. Now, granted, 10 30 in the morning. It's by 4 gather. in the afternoon, they're like, man, this chick's gorgeous and her ass is out. I've seen this chick's butthole a ton today. I don't even know her name. Still out there with the heels sinking into the greens and They've everything. They've learned their lesson. Okay, Everybody's right, in tennis shoes. Okay. They put so, up signs. I saw a few women in wedges, definitely broke their ankles by 5 p.m., but it was pretty. Uh, it was It was a. It was a festival of, of uh, whoring, maybe unmatched for Phoenix Open uh, because it used to be classy whores, you know? You used to kind of get that feeling like ladies dressed it up and looked the part. Now it's just, see, it's Lizzo. It's this body positivity thing. It's like anybody can look and go, oh, that's in fashion. Whether it looks good on me or not, I'm wearing it. And it's like, oh, it doesn't look good on you. Well, yeah, I can wear whatever I want. All right. You, Rihanna's pregnant body dancing is going to get less, less scrutiny than you. And you're like 23. You shouldn't be this bad. And between that and the Barrett Jackson, they're just have become those are events oh. you just need to go. What's happening there? Doesn't matter. You need to just yeah. get out there. You know oh, who I, people watching. Yeah, you know who yeah. I feel most sorry for? The um, industrious, ambitious twenty uh, five year old guy who's pretending to be a millionaire. Those guys used to slay at the Phoenix Open, and now you're getting Not so stuff. Much. Now, you're, well, now you're getting stuff you should get with your thirty five thousand dollar a year job and your Prius. Or your, your you could have saved yard. Uh, three hours yeah. of commute time. Yeah, you, you really of are getting in and out. You're getting the exact same girl you should be getting anyway. You have now leveled out. These girls used to look to the part where thirty thousand dollars millionaires were overachieving by pulling one of these uh, gold diggers out of the Phoenix Open. Um, not anymore. It's girls you should have. They're on par with you. Thirty five thousand dollars millionaire. You don't even need to rent the Lamborghini anymore. You can take her back to the Yaris. You can show her your apartment. It's probably better than where she lives with her. I mean, it was. It's maybe swing over to Top Golf. Yeah, <laughs> you can get them there. You can go to the Swizzle Inn and grab a couple of them. This was not an attractive bunch, but they are dressed to the nines. In uh, and you know, not everybody, but it was one in one hundred that you'd be like, she looks nice. She looks pretty. This is what it used to look like here. The rest of them were just. It was a lot of garbage. I was just letting everybody in. Yeah, well, it's well, they're all trying. Anything and everybody. Worst part is word got out, so all of them think that they're in the mix. They're all trying. This was an added weekend. Yeah. I mean, it was. I feel bad for the Thunderbirds. I feel bad for the millionaires that wander around that used to score these hot girls, and now it's just a hodgepodge of out of shape women in in tight clothes. Maybe like, they need well, bouncers at the door. Yeah, just a red like, velvet. No, 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 yeah. You're not getting in. Yeah, look, you go put really. some go put some sweatpants on and cover this thing up. Your butthole's out. Nobody needs to see that. Uh, I did do an event Saturday night that I actually, it was crazy. It was uh, um, uh, the Taste of the NFL. It's a, And evidently every year in Super Bowl City they do this thing and it's a big deal. It is it is a uh, it is an expensive ticket. I did not, we got these uh, given to us. I was a guest. So I've, they're $1,700, $1,800 per ticket for the VIP, $750 general admission. Just to get in. Just to walk in the door. And what it is is a bunch of restaurants, local and otherwise, uh, with little um, booths. And then you get like a tiny little sample, of, sample their food, right? So hundreds of places. Uh, the venue, the Lux, Chateau Lux, is a pretty awesome place. It's gigantic. Uh, but again, I didn't pay for it. So I'm just sitting there going, whatever happens, happens. It's going to be a fun night. Pull up. The very first thing you do, it's crowded right off the bat. Pull up. <clears throat> like, where's the VIP parking? Oh, we filled that up. You got to park down there. Like, all right, if I spent two grand for a ticket, this would be the first thing that would piss me off. But I'm like, okay. I drop Megan off. I go park the car, walk a quarter mile to get the thing. No big deal. Whatever. You go inside. Yeah. 
Brady's right. It's like that U Fest we had that year with the VIP, where everybody's like, "What's what's going on here? Why is Larry DJing this? <laughs> what happened?" Because uh, we had canceled. But then, again, that was different because we had people cancel. We had uh, oh, screw ups. This wasn't mix ups. This was like, "Yeah, you, you get what you get." We overbooked. <clears throat> yeah. So I go in there. It's set up beautifully. Uh, wandering around, I'm I'm doing some auction item bidding and things like this. I got some nice things. Bunch of football players there. Najee Harris of the Steelers wanders over to me. Nice. Grabs my jersey and he's like, "That's an authentic jersey. I saw you from the second you walked." I'm like, "Najee Harris, how sweet." So we're best friends now, maybe forever, probably forever. Um, I talked to him for two minutes and I bailed. I got a picture just because I wanted one and that was it. I don't do autographs. I don't chase. And were I, you wearing? You're wearing his. Jersey? I wore no. I wore my T.J. Watt jersey. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, some people wore jerseys, some people wore suits. It was one of those events. <clears throat> so, wandering around, I'm grabbing food. Food's good. Got some elote from a lady at a restaurant in Tucson. And I'm like, this is, this is amazing. This is fantastic. She goes, oh, it's great. You should come to my restaurant. I said, where is it? She said, Tucson. I said, I'll never speak to you again. And I put the elote down and I left. I'm like, well, this is pointless. Why am this I This is gross. Tucson elote. You're great. And then she kept saying, my wife and I this, my wife and I that. I'm like, I get it. You're the rug doctor. Okay. I understand. That's enough. We get it. Your elote's still fantastic. You live in Tucson. We don't need to be friends. I'm going through the whole thing. Get over to Tarbell's. They've got a nice little thing. I like Tarbell's down the street. So take a little bite of that. Getting a little full. Grab another this. Grab another that. And at the end, I'm like, I turn and I'm like, what is this for? I just, I'm doing the math. I'm like, this room costs a couple million dollars to set up. No kidding. Uh, the donations of food, we're, we're pushing a million plus on this for the restaurants donating the food and putting the time in. Probably another million, million and a half uh, tickets. You know, the, I don't know. We're, we're probably a $3 million operation right here with all that's going on. All these football players are showing up. The NFL probably pays them, but makes them show up. And I'm, and I'm sitting there meeting a corn dog from someplace in Kansas. And it was good. It was a little mini corn dog. It's in this little bean dip thing. It's on a tiny little plate. It's, a, it's a heavy. There's a lot of food. And I eat the corn dog. Put it in the garbage. I didn't eat the beans part. Throwing food, looking at the garbage. It's just nothing but food. And I uh, turn and I'm like, what is this for? It's for uh, food insecurity in uh, the uh, public school system across the nation. I threw six pounds of food away on my little sample plate. There was so much food it's wasted. It's a celebration of throwing away food. <laughs> I thought, you know, if they just said, these people donated this much money. They'd have raised $5 million just on, the, on the, what they spent. It would have, and plus, you know, people would have been happy to donate to food insecure kids and public school systems and their lunches. I'm like, all right, this is an awful lot to spend and and give people with a lot of money already a ton of high end food so you can feed kids later on that year at school. And the one lady gets up there and she's like, you know, a lot of kids that this is their only source of food for the day. She said, 30 million American kids are reliant on the school food program to eat at all. And I'm like, that can't be right. 30 million kids need that only, and then they won't eat anything again all day. I mean, we're in much bigger trouble than I assumed. Uh, but they do like a Saturday program. I'm like, that's a really nice thing. A kid should have food at school. But we're I'm literally eating a crab cake at that very moment that I don't want anymore. Then I got halfway through it, and I'm like, I don't want, I'm going to throw Dump. it. I'm going to throw this away too. <laughs> I got more to eat. These little there's 40 restaurants. There's little samples of everything. Like I can't eat everything. That's but what I, people are trying to do. Just want a little taste. You want a little taste of all of it. Yeah, I want to get everything. That's enough. That was too much. The plate was a little thick. We wasted so much food there, and it was such a beautiful, nice event. A little chaotic, but it was such a nice thing. And then you're like, this is for food insecurity. There goes two or three weeks of uh, lunch for kids at schools in yeah. the trash can. Oh. 
Brady. <laughs> Six, seven, 30-gallon hefty bags just in the time I was there going out with mostly wasted food. And again, each restaurant had to donate the money, the people, the time, the energy, the probably had to pay to be part of it. There's a lot of money in there, and it was all to not feed the kids. It was to tell people that these kids are hungry while we were eating. It was just weird. <laughs> we could eat anything we wanted. There's so many kids out there who don't get anything. Try the crab cakes. you got to have the elote. I'm like, these kids will never have this. I know. Why don't you invite them? <laughs> Why don't you invite some of these inner city kids that don't have any food? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're kind start here. seeing them. They'll, yeah, they'll scare away all the lawyers. <laughs> it, was a, it was an interesting. It was a lot of football players were in there, and they're signing autographs. And they sold a billion footballs with a white patch on them for autographs yeah those things were going like hotcakes and uh, you know you're getting autographs from guys you've never heard of that play for the washington commanders currently like backup you know special teams guys still need to have them around but uh, it was an interest it was an interesting week the nfl always acts like they pat themselves on the back for all they do right and it's so easy to see through their moves like guys you do realize that the money spent on this event would have been better spent on your program but they're there. Let's party, man. Video cameras, all the all the stuff that they can show later. That like, look what we did, and you know, it's a, it's a great commercial for them being great. And it's a nice. They event. could take the charity out of the mix if they wanted to. No one would care. Now they're patting themselves on the back. No one went there saying, "I'm only here because of that." There was a whole lot. Yeah, they were pat themselves on the back, but nobody went there going, "If it wasn't for the food insecurity charity, I wouldn't have gone to this." It's a great cause. But it's a little, you know. At least you're getting a taste of it. It's like having a squirt gun fight for play, like for Lake Mead. And we're trying to refill Lake Mead, so we're all going to play water sports. And just we're going to play in a pool. It's like everything's kind of like, oh, this is the opposite of what we should be doing to fill Lake Mead. We shouldn't be playing at golf land and wasted water for Lake Mead. And it was the same thing. Hungry kids shouldn't watch rich people eat crab cakes and then say, you're welcome. That's life. <laughs> it is kind of like <laughs> that. I would like the that's life charity. Hey, hungry kids. <laughs> That's life. Enjoy your gruel. We're going to eat crab corn dogs. They're fantastic, by the way. The little the the cornmeal around the hot dog had like little crab flakes in it. And like, God damn, this is good. These kids don't know what they're missing. <laughs> Screw the beans. Enjoy your oven pizza. This is the best thing I've ever eaten. You're not getting cups of elote from a Tucson restaurant in some school in the middle of Oakland. It's not happening. So it was an interesting week all the way around, all the way through. Just uh, great. But all in all, I can't wait for everyone to leave. I want my streets back. I want the city to be normal again. And uh, I want Philadelphians out. I want them all gone. All of them. I heard it's a Philly thing. I'm from Philly. (laughs) Every restaurant I've been at, at that event, well, you know, I'm from Philly. Oh, who cares? No one cares. No one ever. Well, I'm from Mesa. Nobody says, well, Phoenix needs a thing. We need a thing. Well, you know, I'm from Phoenix. Okay, what, you got no street cred with that? You got nothing. We need to do something brutal. The closest one that could be, you just got to push them over the edge, would be Arcadia. You know, your Arcadians try. It's just a well, related I in, entity. But I live in Arcadia. Yeah. Gilbert does it a little bit. Well, a little, we're from Gilbert. There's a little civic pride with the <laughs> Gilbillies. Gilbillies do it, and Ohio people do it, yeah. because they're embarrassed of where they really live. They want to live with the normal people. They're like, no, we're in the suburbs, and we have to admit it, so we're trying to make it sound cooler than it is. Anyone that gets out and overachieves an Ohio guy. <laughs> right. He's an Ohio boy. <laughs> Anybody who escapes Ohio, all the people are excited about it, because they realize they're trapped in a wretched, gray, miserable swamp. And Gilbert is just the suburbs that they're trying to make not suburby. I get it. If I lived in the suburbs, I'd want to try to dress it up, too. 
They're but Arcadia trying. does it. Arcadia does it. You walk through Arcadia, they're like, oh, we live. In Arcadia, we have this. We have that in Arcadia. They're, they're big on that. But that it's means not even nothing. a city. That means nothing to anybody outside of Phoenix. No, not at all. Every and even city's most got people one. in Phoenix are like, yeah. Yeah, big deal. Shut up. Yeah, everybody's got. Yeah. Everybody's got an Arcadia in their area. Oh, Arcadia. Blah. I think the, the most recognition is a tie between uh, Scottsdale and AJ. You know, <laughs> yeah. the other ends of the spectrum. spectrum. Yeah, but, I think you're right. Yeah. With a you know honorable mention for Gila Bend, I think you're right. I think there's a they're kind of far away, but they're like, hey, we're we're worse than anything you could ever imagine down here in Gila Bend. Like, yeah, that's why you keep yourself far away. Notice nothing has sprawled Gila Bend's way. Maricopa even got like some sprawl. Like Chandler's like, okay, right. we'll, we'll team up with Maricopa. We'll get it closer. Gila Bend's standing out there going, we got plenty of land. Like, you got it. Keep it it's yours. We're not getting close to you. You are you are the uh, pandemic. Even Yuma's like, ah, no, yeah, we're good. We're Every, good. And they're Yuma. Yeah, you forget when you until you're driving down to the eight that way. You're like, oh yeah, Gila Bend. Gugh. <laughs> I'm not even getting gas here. I'll wait. And that where the spaceship motel yeah. is. We oh, got God, that. Yeah. And that's their tourist attraction. Outside of how are these people alive? They got the zombie. They everybody looks like even aliens would land and go. We're not probing this. We're leaving. No wonder they didn't come back. They went to Gila Bend first. Las Cruces and Gila Bend were the aliens' first two stops. And they're like, hmm, nothing to see here. So anyway, all in all, I think the Super Bowl, and again, Arizona, man, oh, man. Whoever does our events, the uh, no matter what the politician in place is, our mayor, our governor, whoever, we put on some massive events and it always looks great. Like there's, it did a good job. It is rarely messed up. Like you think of how sprawled out this thing was. Scottsdale, Glendale, Phoenix. I mean, it was relatively seamless. I don't. There wasn't a ton of news about traffic being completely stopped. Although there was some jams. Obviously, there's going to be. Uh, it didn't get in the way of much. And outside of Gilbert Ortega losing his mind in front of his own store, which, by the way, still got tons of play on Scott, uh, ESPN yesterday. They were set up right outside, and that, that boom camera, that heavy camera that was coming off the top, they got Gilbert Ortega's store in every single shot. How pissed was he that the Chiefs won last night? <laughs> he hates the Chiefs. He's calling drywall contractors today, I'm sure. Punching Punch holes in holes, holes, yep. Because those goddamn Indians won again. Gilbert Ortega hates them. Junior. Anyway, what are you going to do? Anyway, it's all over, folks. We can drag ass together, a little bit hungover, having fun. And thanks to everybody uh, who came out to CB Live yesterday. That was fun. Uh, Adam Ray was great. Uh, Michael Turner. Uh, Nate Welch. Uh, Welch was there. Uh, Caliendo showed up. We had a good time. And it was weird because day comedy is not easy. You have to warm an audience up in a big way for day comedy. Like you can sense the rooms like, we don't know what time it is. They made it look like it was midnight in there. So it was a time warp. It was really weird. And I didn't know that they did that. I'm backstage. The last time I was in that room, it was bright and sunny. And then they say, hey, John Holmberg on stage. And I go on stage and I'm like, what happened? It's a, We're in a tomb. We're underground. It was dark. I felt weird. So, But it was fun. We had a great time. And, uh, and the audience was fun and everything was great. And everybody stuck around watching the game. So CB Live, always kind to us. Matt and Jersey and all the gang up there were great. Uh, our pink-haired waitress, not sure she spoke English, but she was great, too. She understood most of what I was saying, I think, but I think she got tired of us quickly. But it was great. Everybody was incredible. So thank you to CB Live for hosting that. And we'll probably do it again next year. Now we've got a new thing. Good Lord, we got another new thing. There we go. You know, as we, as we kind of putter towards the end of this uh, run, 
And who knows how long we'll be here. What are we adding things for? For God's sakes, have we not established enough? For crying out loud. But it was kind of great. I did have to say, it was a lot of fun. So I'm like, God damn it. Brady dressed up as Andy Reid. Brady, I got a hand He was faking him out. Look, there was a lady there that, after you left, was like, was that really him? I'm like, lady, yes. Because at first I was going to yell at her. I'm like, no, that's Andy Reid. She was confused. Yeah. Like, it was in her eyes. I think it was the same one that you said was talking to you, but it might not have been. I had an opportunity to say, no, I'm not doing it, but I just yeah, you went sh- with it. You showed up as Andy Reid. A lady actually thought you were Andy Reid. Uh, it was 4 o'clock, and she was asking you questions about what happened in Philadelphia, why'd you leave the Eagles, and... Like, there's a game. Like, he's 30 minutes from kickoff of the Super Bowl. You think he's hanging out here. Ten kids came up to uh, CB Live, and the... The bouncer had to, they wanted to autograph yeah. the coach. And I got to hand it to you because if somebody said, you know, you're a dead ringer for Andy Reid, my life would be like, I got to do something. <laughs> you embrace it. <laughs> embrace you, you, it. You wrapped your hey, arms around. <laughs> it was the day to do it. <laughs> Doppelganging Andy Reid, 67 year old head coach. And Brady's like, you know what? Okay. And I got to, I got, there's a comfort level with that that I can't have. I don't, I'm impressed. Very, very well done. But, yeah, that lady came up to me after, but 10 minutes into the game. Was that really, that was Andy Reid here? <laughs> and I looked at her, and she had to see my face. She's like, are you the dumbest person? In the-? I'm like, lady, yes, that was Andy Reid. It was absolutely, why wouldn't he be here? He's in town. Aren't you going to be late? No, we got the first 25 plays <laughs> I told already her. scripted. I said he's friends with Adam Ray, and, uh, and she's like, that is so cool. Almost in it tears. really is. This one wasn't crying. She was just blown away. And then a lady comes up to me at the end. I'm talking with Adam Ray. And he's like, well, Johnny, it's a great night. Have a, have a good time. I'm going to go back to my side. I'm like, all right, you want a gummy? I'm like, I'll have a gummy. Let's have gummies. I'm like, okay. So I had like this weird chocolate that didn't do a thing. And then the lady comes by and she goes, hey, you didn't tell me. I'm like, I don't know that I know you. Adam Ray's a Jew? <laughs> Does that change anything? I'm a Jew. I'm like, okay, I guess you guys are related somehow. Go get an edible. How come? How come you didn't say anything? I'm like, well, I'm, I don't really go, hey, we got a great Jew comic on later today. So they Jewed up or yeah, what? I said, uh, well, you know, it's show business. There's 90% chance they're Jewish. Or faking it. I didn't know he was a Jew when he said shalom. I got excited. And then he said chutzpah. And I'm like, that's right. Jew words were your clue. Okay. What, what do you need from me? Well, she's probably figuring you would do Six that, too. Yeah. Holmberg. Maybe, yeah. we, maybe we need to announce that Larry the Jew is up next. <laughs> right, coming up after the show. Off, yeah. Larry the Jew, for that one lady who just does <laughs> loves them because she's one of them. Hey, Johnny. I'm a Jew. Hey, Adam. I know. How are you? Jew, do, Jew, Jew, Jew. And he wanders off. Jew, 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 Jew. It was great. Anyway, so. Maybe uh, Adam should do that if he, uh, you know, at the show we called. You got any people from Scottsdale? Any Jews out there? Yeah. <laughs> any Jews? We got a Jew on stage tonight. Are we going <laughs> to get super excited about that? Woo, Jews. I'm with you. Love those Jews. They're the funniest ones. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. There you go. Thank you very much, Alliance. Yeah, and everybody's, uh, they've got a lot of comments about uh, Rihanna's thing. I'm reading my emails. And the football field itself, the, uh, you know, another thing people said, I think it will be remembered for the turf being kind of screwy. Everybody's slipping and In the sliding second all over. half. Uh, Brett and Brady off the air said uh, it was probably from all the soul glow from Rihanna's dancers, which I found <laughs> hysterical. But they were slipping in the first half, too. Stop it. There was probably a lot of hair product and stuff going on with those dancers. There were thousands of them. Thousands of people dancing around and probably a lot of uh, hair product uh, dripped out on it. But that does make a slippery grass. But I think it's just... uh, I was saying on your theory of the sperms dancing on the A lot uh, of sperms. Very slippery stuff. It's a a viscous substance, the the sperms. Lubricant. They need to get into her egg. Uh, Some guy emailed me. He goes, my wife is pregnant. So when Rihanna revealed her baby bump and started to dance around... As we were sitting there quiet, and she just said, this is f-ing gross. Because <laughs> she's a pregnant lady. Nothing a pregnant lady thinks of um, less than probably exposing her belly and dancing and, like, being sexy right now. They try, but they know deep down. And so they don't feel good about anything. They got, you know, all I thought was, like, once she revealed that she's that pregnant, I'm like, oh, inside that red plastic suit, hemorrhoids. Like leakage, oh. like yeah, I know. That's I mean, it's nothing good she about had the that. Top of the, pr- the plastic top because you, oh. the, her boobs would have spilled out. Yeah, of that would thing. have been. They're probably still. There would have been wet rings. Yeah, they're still that full area. of milk from before, unless you're using that Lume stuff that that big lady won't stop telling us about. That deodorant for your body. If I see that commercial again, I'm gonna throw a brick at my TV. Lume for under your boobs, your butt crack. Oh. Like hey, 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 hey. Put some makeup on. Be presentable for TV. I don't need to see you pigging around saying you're sweating everywhere. It's axe wound spray. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, and then uh, last night at the end of the game, I don't know if you guys uh, hung around and watched that. It's not a spray. It's not FDS. <laughs> it's actual uh, like deodorant, which FDS is better. Roll it on. FDS is better because it's not an attempt to stop your from sweating. This lady's putting a substance on there to dry her down. Don't worry about it, lady. Nobody's going to try to moisten that area for you. Anyway, uh, everybody's all over, uh, you know, everything, and there's nothing fun anymore, and the world has stopped being a, 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 a place where the, America has a giant stick up its ass. And Terry Bradshaw last night, he's in trouble now, again, and they've been after Terry for a while. Uh, they're like, everybody need to fire Terry Bradshaw. Fire Terry. All he said last night to uh, Andy Reid is, let's get the big guy over here. Big guy, where's the big guy? Waddle on over here. And Andy Reid waddles over because Andy Reid waddles. I missed the waddle part. And he wanders over his waddles. They interviewed him and said, you, you, getting old, getting old for this. Don't you think getting a little old for this? He's 67. Rumors are he's probably, this was it. The reason Eric Bieniemy hasn't taken another job somewhere else is probably the highly coveted uh, head coaching candidate. He's the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. He stuck around because Andy probably told him, I got another year. Or one more championship. Maybe that kind of thing, but I'm out. So rumor is this was Andy's last run. So Terry's like, we go retire. You're done here. Come on now. Big boy, waddle over here. And so he comes over, and Andy goes, bleh, 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 and gives him the cheeseburger. And, of course, then Terry says at the end, go get yourself a cheeseburger on me. <laughs> Fat shaming. 
Now, if you're paying attention to anything, the team gave Andy Reid a cheeseburger because he eats one after every he win. He loves them. He talks about cheeseburgers being his favorite thing. He gets one after every win, and the team, after they won, I guess it was after the season or whatever, gave him a box, a Nike box, as a gift, and he opened it up, and inside was one of like the most coveted Kansas City cheeseburgers you can get, and he just started crushing it. He's kind of known for, A, eating cheeseburgers, and B, embracing his fat. He tried to lose the weight a couple of years ago and said, not for me, and he put it all back on, and he waddles, and he's fat, and that's it, and deal with the, it. The pullover he wears is now it's cut, cut on the sides. Think, that's the first time he's, he's, It's caped. If it wasn't for him having to wear NFL-approved stuff, he'd be in a moo-moo at a grocery store in a rascal. That's Andy Reid. That's what he is. But he owns it. He Well, no, he, yeah. Well, he's he, has just to, fact yeah. he has to. He doesn't have a choice. Big guy, big guy, let the big guy up in here. That's what Terry said. Then he said, uh, come on now, waddle over this direction. Have a cheeseburger on us. And then they're like, oh, God. Well, the tweets, of course, can't take that. They, Andy Reid's fat. But why Why acknowledge it? Because it's, it's reality. Sorry to break it to you. Reality exists. And he wasn't being mean because Terry Bradshaw, I'm sure, knows Andy Reid fairly well. They can throw elbows yeah. at each other. One person said, this would be fine locker room talk, but not for TV. What kind of message does it send to the kids? That uh, so Get off your ass. Yeah, what message does it send? Pull the stick out of your ass and uh, take a joke. How about that? Take a joke. And that was it. Anyone else pissed at Terry Bradshaw for telling the big man, Andy Reid, to waddle over towards him? The man just coached his team to a Super Bowl, and he's getting fat shamed while he's trying to accept the trophy. I bet you Andy Reid is strong enough to deal with it, you fragile little flower at home who wasn't. They weren't even talking about you. Next tweet. Is it me or is Terry Bradshaw jerked to Andy Reid? Waddle over here. Have a cheeseburger. Why is it okay to be a jerk to overweight people? And then it said, just saying. I think O.J. Simpson might have written it. I'm just saying. Waddle over here. Fire hashtag Terry Bradshaw. That may be locker room talk between friends, but not for my TV. They're just pissed off because it interrupted their food influence where they were watching on Instagram. (laughs) Right. Look, people don't want to admit that sometimes, and you might hear it here occasionally. Occasionally. And I don't want to hear the phrase fat shame. Yeah. I'm not shaming you. How about fat realization? That's your friends, they, they're playing with you, so it isn't, quote, the elephant in the room. <laughs> Get it? But no, we don't want to act like it doesn't exist. Because then you're like, no, he's not. Then you're placating, you're patronizing someone. You're like, look, I get it. You're what you are. Big deal. Let's go have a burger. I bet you'll eat burgers. You know, jokes like that. I get bald jokes. It's not bald shaming. I'm a bald guy. I get big nose jokes. It's not big nose shaming. I have to grow some feathers on my body so when it rains, I don't soak and sink. And you're teaching your kids the worst message in the world. Say, don't take a joke. Jokes are evil. Those words, sticks and stones, aren't real. The, the, you... You'd rather get hit with sticks and stones than naughty insults or bad words. Get your kids a little stronger. They're soft, I tell you. They're super soft. And it's not just the kids. It's these people in their 30s raising kids saying, oh, a joke about a man's weight. How can we go on? Why are you so affected by it? Why are you, hero? It bothers me to the extent that um, not only that is once they take it is now um, you lose your mind because you don't know how to handle it. Well... You got to get medication. Well, that's true. To too. deal with, but it. how about this? If Andy Reid was offended, let Andy Reid go. Hey, f- you Terry, I just won the Super Bowl. I don't need your fat jokes. Over. Oh yeah, 
Andy Reid probably is like, yep, because Andy Reid's 67. He's from a generation that goes, yep, I'm fat. Cheeseburger joke's coming my way. I've done this to myself. And, and so long as it isn't malicious and somebody's just giving me a little nudge, it's kind of playful, it's brothers. That's it. And look That's at it. Terry Bradshaw. He's not like... He's bad as a pig, and they yeah. tease him all the time about it. He's dumb as a stump, and they tease him all the time about it. Uh, they've asked him questions. I think I don't know if it was uh, sixty minutes or somebody did an interview, and they asked him, "How are you with the dumb label? People think you're dumb." I don't like it. <laughs> like, well, you remember the in the Super Bowl? I think it was Hollywood Henderson said Terry Bradshaw is so dumb he couldn't spell cat if you spotted him the C and the T. <laughs> And that's a great line, but he's been getting teased his entire life. We used to be men. We used to be tough. I can understand a woman going, I can't believe you guys would make fun of each other about that. Oh, well, we do. Ladies, I get it. You can't do that with each other because you're already. Women already kind of hate each other right off the bat. They're like just looking for a reason to make the other one uncomfortable. Dudes will say, watch the, the best movie ever made on how to be a man is Gran Torino. When they teach that little monk kid to wander in, it's how men talk to each other, young man. What's going on, you dago? <laughs> hey, Mick, yeah. how are you? Did you drink all the alcohol today? Yeah, right after you ate all the pasta. It's just stupid stuff. Just, you know, shots because that's how you bonded over the, you know, that's a man's way of kind of punching in the arm going, you're all right, I'm all right. We're comfortable with each other. It's a test between men to say you're comfortable. You have it on TV. You shouldn't fat shame. He wasn't fat shaming. And he's a fat guy. He was fat acknowledging. What are the FanDuel odds that Lizzo is going to be next year's Super Bowl? Uh, one hundred percent, Brett. I'm telling you, it, with uh, all this fat shaming stuff going on, hundred percent. Well, they won't be doing platforms. No, they will not. <laughs> they will not hover her above people like that. They might do an underground <laughs> setting. Yeah, it is fat shaming. <laughs> Brady's fat shaming. You're worse than Terry Bradshaw. I don't call it shaming. I call it acknowledging. I call it physics. If you're going to hover her above a uh, crowd like that, I wouldn't want that. That's I don't think the stadium's roof would uh, not, it would start to sag a little. It's like you know when you try to put a you know a weighted something in one of your uh, you know studs in your house. An I have anchor. A, I have a heavy bag that's two hundred pounds, and they're like, eh, stud might not like that. We probably go beam on one hundred fifty, maybe, but two hundred's a little thick. Like, All right, I have a. We got to be careful with that. I don't think the uh, the folks over there at State Farm Stadium are going to be too excited about all the cables they'd need to lift her up. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch it. It's happening. She's gonna, if she's not the main act, she'll come out during. I'm surprised she wasn't this year. You're absolutely right. Yeah. No, she's she's on her way to the Super Bowl. Probably you right. You think you had problems with the field in the second half in this Ooh, game? <laughs> and they would have to. You know, like Black, Jurassic Park. Black Al, <laughs> I'm watching the game out there, and I just watched one of the running backs sink into the abyss. What happened out there at halftime? <laughs> Chris Collinsworth has to acknowledge it without saying why. Seems like there's a lot more waves in the field than before, Black Al. Michael Higgins says it's not the weight that he can't over. They'll start shooting at her like she's a Chinese balloon or something. There's a lot of those floating around. But yeah, so fat shaming. We got to just stop. And the worst part about it is all the tweets that I'm reading are dudes. Terry Bradshaw just fat shaming. What is going on? And this is the product of what I've been saying for the last 20 years. Are they realtors? It's <laughs> nah. it's the single mother world. And I don't blame single moms. I blame the fact that there's been no dads in houses and we celebrated that for the last quarter century. And now you've got an entire generation that grew up sensitive because dad didn't do his job. Mom did her job extremely well. 
That's why all these kids are emotional girls about everything. Uh, when you were a kid and somebody hurt your feelings, your mom would be like, that terrible young man, I'll have a talk with his mother. And then you tell your dad, and he's like, don't talk to his mom. You buck up. Do you, something Your dad would it. say, you shut up, or you fire back, or you just take it. It's, it, it. Hey, it's just words. Big deal. Yep. And dads used to teach kids, hey, you're going to catch a punch every once in a while. You're going to verbally or otherwise. You have to learn to, look, you're going to wander around dressed in all pink. Somebody's going to make fun of it. Maybe he's a dick. Maybe he's not. And that's also how you learn. Because there's certain people that we've worked with that would tell the same joke to you, Brady, that I just said. Like, he'd come in and say the exact same thing, and it would you'd seethe. Not you. You're not allowed. It's a brotherhood. It's a friendship. It's kind of a camaraderie yeah. to tease each other. And also go, another ah. learning lesson. Because Brady knows I'm not going to hurt you. And I know when you're joking that you're not going to get me. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't bother me. If somebody else who isn't in the club starts doing it. Piles on. You're like, what's this guy doing? And I do it. I'm like, you don't have a right to. That's Brady. Don't do it. I'll stand up for you. I'm like, no. And you, you just told that same joke. Yep, but I'm, I can. It's our N-word. That's it. We have everybody in their little group has their own little group of words that only we can say to each other. And I guarantee you right now, me goofing on Brett saying, oh, whoppity whopped up, and joking back and forth, we're fine. Some strange yeah. guy comes up or somebody you don't like that much comes up and does it. It's like, hold on a second. So Who it's, the hell are yeah, you? And that's because we it's learned. a free trip to the hospital. Yeah, we learned how to deal. Not everything's offensive. Terry Bradshaw didn't hurt Andy Reid's feelings. If he did, guess, who's, guess whose responsibility it is to defend mm. that? Andy Reid. You know what you're doing? You're weakening Andy Reid with every time you say, poor Andy Reid. That fat man couldn't defend himself. I bet you he could. I bet you Andy Reid's pretty quick to defend himself. That great story about when uh, his brother was with the Eagles, uh, Jason Kelsey, and Andy Reid knew him, coached with him. And uh, he's like, you, Travis Kelsey was a troublemaker in college. He was a, a problem. And his brother's like, you got to draft him. You got to draft him. And Andy Reid called Travis Kelsey. And the first words to him were, if we draft you, are you going to f*** everything up? And he's like, no. And he goes, I know you're sitting with your brother. Give him the phone. And Travis is like, oh, my God. Like, this dude means. But Andy Reid is pretty cut and dry football coach. He can handle some fat jokes or a little bit of knocks here and there. You're not doing it at practice if you're a Chiefs player. No. <laughs> This guy says, Andy Reid is off limits. But a pregnant woman who can uh, run her hand over herself and smell her hand in front of millions of children, I'm shaking my head. I agree. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that disgusting mess. Yuck. But everybody needs to toughen up a little bit. Guess what? These, these people on TV, they don't need your help. They don't need your support. They don't need you to cancel somebody that said something to someone else that made you uncomfortable. You don't need to stand up for Andy Reid. If Andy Reid comes out today in the post-Super Bowl press conference and says, you know, Terry Bradshaw was a dick to me last night. I'd like to see him fired. Different story. I'm He's sure a man, though. He, wouldn't, sure, do he would not. He would not do that. He would pull Terry Bradshaw aside like a man and say, what you did was wrong. Yep. And I uh, have no respect for you. And that would hurt ten times more than all this Twitter nonsense that goes on behind that. They've been going after Terry Bradshaw for a while. Yeah, let Terry's mind completely go. <laughs> exactly. How much fun will that be on TV? Yeah. Terry's like, if I was covered in leeches, this would be a lot easier to do. Terry, you're not covered in bugs. I'm pretty sure I'm covered in leeches. Back to you, Todd. All right, my name's James, but thank you. It's, now uh, it's yeah. time. Yeah, now we got to let him go or just wheel him around and stuff. I got a, a great moment yesterday. A lady came up to me. Her husband's pushing her in a wheelchair, and I'm staying with Adam Ray. And, uh, and she comes up and she goes, hey, I got a beef with you. 
And I'm like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> I didn't say that. But that was what I was thinking. And then she said, more crippled jokes. I'm like, what? And she goes, more crippled jokes. I'm like, right now? And then Adam goes, that's how you roll. And I'm like, I did see you're kind of a bitch during the national anthem. You just sat there the whole time. And she goes, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I need. More crippled jokes. And I'm like, more people like you. She was a veteran. She was injured in a war and is quadriplegic. And she go, I said, but she's moving her hands. I said, I thought that was paraplegic. She said, no, it's quadriplegia because I don't have proper use of all Full four function. limbs. Yeah, all four limbs is quad. Makes sense. But I thought that meant you couldn't move them at all. I learned yeah. something. Wow. I learned I didn't something. I know that either. So she has, uh, they're not all fully functional. She's got some stuff in her hands. That and I'm like, really? And she, she goes, like, shake my hand. And I shook her hand. And I'm like, yeah, the grip's terrible. And then I put it over my, my wiener and acted like, and I'm like, yeah, there's no grip here at all. And she just started laughing. She goes, this is what I need. This is it. And I'm like, well, the world needs more people like you. More people that, that are, have, you know, some oil on their feathers that the water runs off. What a bunch of sticks-up-the-ass people that sat and defended Andy Reid, a 67-year-old man completely capable of defending himself. Guaranteed. you got to understand that when someone was writing that in, they, they had a plate full of nachos in front of them. It was oh, Super Bowl spread. Feeling terrible about yeah. their bellies and like, how oh, dare he. The timing of it. They felt bad about themselves. Yep. And that's what Twitter most reflects. You see something on TV you don't like because it made you feel bad. So you deflect it all, project your feelings onto Andy Reid like he feels exactly the same as you and make it one big encompassing nightmarish insult. And it wasn't. So f*** you. It's fat acknowledgement. And Andy and Terry are friends. Terry's a fat guy calling him. You ever been to a big and tall store? More fat jokes? Yes. Have you, Brady? I wouldn't imagine. I was looking at Brett. I'm sorry. I forgot you were in the room. Oh, my God. Of course he is. And, and only to half of it. <laughs> See, but fat guys joke around with each other constantly about being fat and goofing around. Waddle your fat ass! So they know they're in a safe place. Terry and Andy. Terry might be fatter than Andy Reid. Two fat guys talking fat. Fine by that. I look at it like if it was, uh, you know, a black guy, and he wants, uh, you know, a black player come get your black ass over here. And he says that nobody would have said anything. They're, that's totally okay. They're, they're buddies. They do things that shouldn't be done but was done. Is it cooth? Is it uh, tactful? No. But is it okay? Yes. And does it hurt you? Absolutely not. Would Terry been in trouble if he said that to? Get your black ass over yeah. here. Yeah. Now Terry could not do that. Now we got something. Get your black ass over here, Patrick. At least half of it. Well, <laughs> like, uh, Terry needs to go. Hey, I know it. You can't. But I know but it. But we're friends. You can't. You still. There are lines. That's one you can't do. That just makes him look like he sees color first. That's bad. When you see fat first, it's because you do. Not. It didn't hurt your kids' feelings. It didn't hurt anybody's day. It didn't hurt Andy Reid's feelings. Get off Terry's back. Period. That's it. And people are going to want to lock him up and. Throw away the key. Terry Bradshaw's entire career needs to be... Rem- Stop it. America, pull the stick out. Take a joke. If you don't like the joke, cringe at it. Take it. And guess what? Those words have dissipated into the ether. They no longer exist. All gone. It's over. Maybe they should have that on television to now. Just like the old applause sign. Yeah. Pull the stick out now. <laughs> Remove stick from ass, America. Put your Twitter handler down. Don't tweet be this. Thing said here. Oh well, you heard something you didn't like. Sorry, it's not a liberal arts college campus. Everything goes here. You're not at the University of New Hampshire right now, so settle down. 
Sometimes you're going to hear words you don't like, precious. Can't believe he said that to that man. It's because you feel bad about your being fat. Don't the, Andy Reid might be super happy with it. Evidently, he is because he lost a ton of weight a few years ago. And uh, nah, not for me. He piled it all back on. <laughs> and he went right back to cutting the backs out of his coats. <laughs> I think you need a bigger size, Andy. No, no, no. Just slice it in half. Like, all right. That's not <laughs> fine. You're just you're living with it at this point. But yeah, I just I don't understand the way the world works anymore at all with that. I saw that Twitter blew up last night at 10 o'clock. Like right after the whole thing, oh, I can't believe Terry Bradshaw. Thanks, settle down, you sissies. Ruined his night. Sissies. Uh, and now we've shot down, by the way. You know who I'm kind of a fan of right now with the whole sticks and stones? China. <laughs> I kind of like China's reaction to us blowing up all these balloons. Now, evidently, we've got another balloon that stopped air travel in over Lake Huron. Total of four. Yeah, we've got four of them we've shot down. Yeah. Like, we were a big deal about that first one. Now we're shooting them down left and right. So they're all over. And then China's response was, eh, America's got 10 or 12 of them over us right now. Like, we do? And so the United States shoots back with, we don't have a balloon spy program. That's China has that. Like, And China's like, uh-uh. And this would have been a better defense for China immediately. They waited a week or two to go, uh, we found your balloons. Like, you didn't say anything about our balloons until we shot your fourth one down. They got these things floating all over the place. Riddled with balloons. You're going to see one flying from here to Vegas. They're just floating all over. And we're shooting them down like crazy now. Because, now, But the other thing is, is I wondered if someone got on um, and was throwing up some prank I don't balloons. know, but they're getting shot down. Yeah. And China's like, yeah, yeah, we've, we've got them. America is now saying, oh, we know about these balloons and we're going to shoot them. Why are we shooting them all down? We've known about them. And by the way, by the time a balloon gets from China to Lake Huron, it's got all the information it needs. It's, you know, oh, so uh, we missed the East you Coast. You can have it. We, yeah, at that point, I'm like, that's good. We're good. That thing shot back tons of info. And uh, if we're shooting balloons up, don't they have to kind of go the same direction? We'd have to go over Europe and Russia. And like, <laughs> we start out on the East Coast. Yeah, you have to go all the way. Well, you can't float them west. A, they'd bump into the other balloons. And if the ones from the east are floating west, the ones from the west aren't floating east. No, I'm saying they'd have to go, they'd go around the... Uh, all the way around. East. Yeah. yeah, they'd have to start east and float. It would take so there's a lot of downtime where you're collecting information. Collecting nothing for most of the Atlantic. Then Europe, we know a lot about that. Then you go over the Middle East, which you might have some interest. Take a couple snapshots. Russia, snapshots. China, and then the Pacific Ocean. By the time that thing returns, and I don't know Finally, how they get to China. Like, oh, we need more cloud space. <laughs> right. The- well, the good thing is, uh, if you want places for more uh, photography, China's probably a good spot to stop. They, oh, we're out of film. <laughs> I know a place. Trying to help us. But if we're floating balloons and they're floating balloons, and all of a sudden we're shooting them down and we knew about it, this is, uh, they're in cahoots with, we're in cahoots with them, they're in cahoots with us. Because we haven't heard, like, now we're acting like we always knew about them. So why why are we all of a sudden shooting them down? To make us feel comfortable. To it is depo- weird it how all of a sudden. CYA. It's a huge CYA. And they're like, yeah. we got this, we got this. And I'm like, yeah, but a week ago, if, if anybody hadn't forgotten, the government came out and said, we've seen like 10 or 12 of these. We know about them. And if nothing would have been said, would they just well, let, that just let them keep through? floating? They don't want us to be panicked. And now we're a little panicked. Like, what's China up to? And like, don't worry about it. We'll start shooting them down. We haven't been shooting them down. And do we do it? Are we launching balloons? We and just where is the launch pad? How has no one seen this? It's got to be the Marshall Islands or someplace in the middle of an Atlantic Ocean that nobody knows when they go up. And they just they're they're undetectable by radar and everything else and whatever's going on is weird. But 
It's like people. It's like they're trying to make us think we're about to have some sort of skirmish to calm us down about other stuff. If they knew about the balloons last year and just now they're shooting them down, that's because we found them. If they knew about them, then it was okay. Social media and stuff. Now. That's it. We discovered it. can communicate so We much. discovered it, and they're like, all right, they know about it. Start shooting them down. You can't do the balloons anymore. It's like getting caught with weed. Your parents found your hiding place for weed, and then you're like, yeah, but you guys smoke weed too. It's like, so what? Stop it. So you need a new hiding place for weed. They're on to you. So we, being the parents, basically, were like, hey, we found these balloons. Like, yeah, no, we knew about them, but uh, we'll start shooting them down now. Sorry about that. But if it's over Lake Huron, success for China. They got most of Canada covered. And they found uh, some ships that went down, too. From the from that? Lake Huron. Yeah, there's a lot of shipwrecks. That's what the balloons are after? To help well, us find old get some of that information from they find the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. Well, why, I mean, is, why is China interested in the the remnants of where we know it, the Edmund Fitzgerald is? <laughs> you guys find any boats in Lake Huron? We'll do it with Baroon technology. <laughs> yeah. Secrets That's all we're doing. You know, if they wanted to do that, why wouldn't they just go? Hey, we want to help you find some shipwrecks. Why the subterfuge? Why have to? That's, hide I just it? spoiled yeah. art. What we do? We send the <laughs> Nat Geo crew over there. We want right. to do a you documentary watch. on the Great Wall. Yeah, no. You scan watch, the Earth. You watch a lot of television that makes <laughs> Brady doesn't want to admit terrible things are happening. They're just here <laughs> to help. Well. They want to find shipwrecks in Lake Huron. That's the excuse. Just call Gordon Light. Yeah, I was going to say exactly we where it is. to Right Foot Song. Bring tear to eye. <laughs> want to help find Emma Fitzgerald. <laughs> we got him. Yeah. Evidently, boat sink, man, right song. Beautiful song. We help. Why don't you just come over and help? Oh, no, we do it secretive. Why? Let our balloon do it. Why secret? Because it's for fun. You guys don't know. We Surprise. You're going to surprise us with information about the Edmund Fitzgerald. Evidently. <laughs> it would be a better excuse than what they're doing. Which yeah. You're doing it too. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. But you got caught. That's the difference. Two people can be doing horrible things. If one gets caught, it doesn't matter anymore. First one caught is the guilty one. The other one's like, eh, well, maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. But you're the one who got caught. And that's what it is. But China and these balloons, this is getting interesting. Because now, all of a sudden, our government cares. Where a couple weeks ago, like, we know about these balloons. Well, oh, you guys care? It's like, yeah, we care. Get them out of here. All right, we're going to. And Carrie Lake's got her shotgun, and, like, we're suddenly interested. On standby, ready to go. But as many of them have been floating around the last two weeks, there has to be, like, 100. Yeah, that right? seems like a pretty heavy activity. That's a, if right we've now. found four since we did, A, we went from not knowing at all about this to shooting four down, there's been a few slip through. Eventually, we're going to be flying to Chicago and like, look at that a Chinese balloon. How have we not seen this? It's crazy. They found the Edmund Fitzgerald. They tracked Bigfoot going over Mount. That's right. That's what they're after. They're just secretively ah, trying Bigfoot, to Bigfoot, Gordon Lightfoot, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> now we here to help Zach Baggins find a ghost with ghost balloons. Not happening. Yeah, they've just been watching Brady's TV. They <laughs> <laughs> boats at the bottom of Lake Huron. Oh, sure. We shall find them and give them back, quiet, secret-like. Mothman in West Virginia. That's right. That's what they're after. They're after everything that's been on the cover of a tabloid. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it strikes me as kind of uh, two guys knowing exactly what the other's doing. And then when the third party finds out, they act like they're surprised, too. This isn't a surprise to anyone. And I want to see some of this stuff, you know? Absolutely want to see the uh, the balloon fights. Balloon Wars would be amazing. 
if we abandoned military fighter jets and you had to fight with hot air balloons, oh, man, would that be fun. It's war kind of precious in its own. It's beautiful. Like, if you armed the balloon fiesta in Albuquerque every October and the last balloon standing won, like, a million dollars, that would be something I'd go. I'd definitely go watch that as people That's just, a skirmish. And you're not allowed to shoot guns. Just giant spears. <laughs> just trying to poke holes in the one. Because they'll bump into each other a lot. Like, that was the fun thing about the balloon fiesta. I lived, uh, when I lived in the Northeast Heights, they'd float over you. And sometimes they'd get, like, too close. Boom, boom. They'd start, there's tons of them. You, you, yeah. there's, the sky is, it's just all balloons. And they're battling to get to the Sandia Peaks. They had a finish line. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and they'd, like, kind of high enough to hear you. Just enough to be out of the way, but they could, you could talk to them. Hi. Hello. <laughs> this is cool. Another balloon would start, to, like the Jack Daniels balloon would start chasing the cactus balloon. It was neat. But if they started to stab like it was old pirate ships, that would be amazing. But, yeah, this balloon thing's gotten out of hand. I don't know what to expect. And then, uh, you know, Rihanna's thing would be a lot less uh, troublesome. You start having balloon fights right there at halftime instead of these silly halftime shows. I wonder if we'll ever do anything other than music for that. I guess Apple Music sponsors it, but like to have like a battle. Gladiators. Yeah, it'd be kind of neat. Do something really theatrical. They got 25 minutes. Got a lot of time. Less setup for the other thing. Boy, there's a lot going on there. And they put that together. That's pretty impressive because they couldn't practice that until, I guess, three weeks ago. They had to start building it. Brianna must have been here for a long time. Because that was a lot. She probably had a stunt double. Um, I'm sure she She wasn't. didn't do a whole lot. You know, after a while, I started. I, I thought for sure uh, that there would be memes of her standing next to Franklin from Charlie Brown because they had the same exact dance moves. Franklin's the one that does the thing. <laughs> yeah, they had the same exact dance. She couldn't move very well. She's pregnant. My buddy Winston texts me and he goes, I'm the daddy. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Cause that's I didn't even realize. I thought she just still had baby weight on her. I didn't realize she was revealing a, a bump. Well, good for her. And boy, that was a clever move. Absolutely brilliant. Don't call me fat. I got a baby in there. This one came up. This, this meme's hilarious. Which one is this? <laughs> oh, the, what happened to her face? What is that? That's a slipknot mask. Oh, they put it over. Just like that, Rihanna's part of slipknot because she's in the red jumpsuit. <laughs> she looks just like Corey Taylor. That's true. That's funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, this one says, uh, just awful halftime show. What we all wanted. Pregnant woman singing in Arizona. Uh, most street corners around this place have that going on these days. Those meth heads are all singing for money. Pregnant. Terrible. It's very true. Whoever wrote that, get out of my head. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. And then Chad McDaniel. I, I, you know, I have to read this one. It says, uh, the comedy show yesterday you guys did was effing awesome. I don't want to go too far into it, but then it says, you and Caliendo are a comedic duo for the ages. I, I wish I could argue. <laughs> uh, you're a natural up there, John, as a stand-up. The two openers were hilarious. Adam was incredible. I got to say hi to Brett, Brady, Andy Reid. My man Jose Mesa was there. Uh, hoping to stick around and see you, Frank, and Adam, but you never came out. Uh, I got him off my bucket list. I had never seen Kelly and or Adam Ray. They're checked off now, thanks to you guys, uh, Chad. Chad McDaniels, uh, he's been listening for a long time, but he was there yesterday. Everybody that showed up was so cool. And that event that I was probably most worried about of all the events we've ever done, because we literally threw that together. 
about um, less than a month ago when Adam asked me, oops, sorry, Adam hey, asked man. me. He goes, hey, buddy, where are you going to watch a football game? I'm like, I don't know. Do you watch it at that cool house of yours? <laughs> like, that's what he was doing. I'm like, oh, do you guys want to come over? Well, my family and I will be in town, so if you want to open the doors. I'm like, Adam, you know what, let's do it. Seconds later, the owner of the club said, are we still doing the football viewing thing? And I'm like, it's going to be such a mess. Desert Ridge is doing something. I'm like, I just don't want to get lost in the shuffle. I said, and we really don't, you know, it's just watching the game. And he goes, okay. And he said, I think Adam Ray's coming to the house. He's in town. We were going to watch the game. Seconds later, he calls Adam Ray and says, "Uh, do you want to do some stand-up? We'll pay you to be here and do this. And he's like, sure. You're going to give me some cash? That sounds great. Asked me to host. They do the viewing party again. We're like, and all I thought, and I walked in there at like one fifteen, and are like seven people in the room. I'm like, oh no, my worst nightmare. This is a. Dude, I'm going to get blamed for this. Place packed up, filled up completely. We filled up the. Uh, it was great. It was awesome, and everybody was so fun and cool, and it was great. Did you guys see the Sam Bradford table? No. no. So there were three people in Sam Bradford jerseys, and they had another girl there whose boobs were too nice to be covered in a jersey. She had a tank top on. And so Sam Bradford there. And so uh, Megan won Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets from KUPD. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem legit, so let's give those away. And I went over to my friend Chris. I'm like, who, who should I give these to? And he goes, the Sam Bradford table. These poor Eagles fans don't have enough money to refresh their Sam Bradford buy. Like, that's sad. I'm like, yeah, Philadelphians probably haven't raised enough for a new jersey since Sam Bradford went there. So I went over and I started to talk to him. The husband of the girl sitting at that table was a Sam Bradford clone. That's why they do it. They make it seem like, and he, like, you think you look like Andy Reid? This dude was Sam Bradford. And I'm like, you're, it's dangerous you walking around with Cardinal fans. They got to hate you. And he goes, oh, people at work give me so much. It, it, they, they live in, like, Flagstaff or something. He said, yeah, I get crap for that all the time. It was, I've never seen a closer, he's a shorter version, but it's, it, you look just like Sam Bradford, which was creepy weird. So they got the tickets for just being. But they celebrated so much that the whole table had Sam Bradford jerseys just because one of the guys looked so much like Sam Bradford, which was Hilarious. amazing. And I guess the lookalike game is a pretty big deal because Super Snake over there at some radio station in town had that Rihanna lookalike giveaway Fenty, her, her makeup her, her, thing. Yeah. And she didn't talk. She looks a lot like Rihanna. And Super Snake was taking credit for it all. I'm like, you don't look like Rihanna. This is that lady's thing. Yeah, but I had her on my show. I'm like, oh, this is pathetic radio glomming on. He got a ton of credit, credit to him. He, he dug his nails in. And my first thought was, Super Snake still alive? That's what I was just like, what? Yeah, I didn't know that. He's been... Uh, That's got to be his son. <laughs> Super Snake Jr.? It could be. <laughs> Super Snake the third, I'm guessing. His name's D-Super Snu- D Snake. But yeah, so yeah, so that was a, the lookalike thing's a big deal. But the Bradfords were uh, there. It was a good crowd last night. A lot of fun. A great crowd. And then to share another story, this was pretty uh, hilarious. I had a dream the other night uh, that uh, Megan was talking to her friend, and I was on the other side of the wall. She didn't know I was there. This dream was very vivid, and they're chatting about the perfect man, and there's pictures of me all over the room. I don't know where they were, but there was like photos of me. And her friend says, what's the perfect man? And Megan says in the dream, six, four, curly hair, beautiful skin. And I just want him to be like ripped. And I'm on the other side of the wall. Well, that's not me. And her friend points to one of the pictures and she goes, but what about where it counts? 
And Megan in the dream says, eight to ten inches minimum. Whoa. That's what I'm saying. That's a nightmare. And her friend says, what are you doing with him? And points to a picture of me. And I wake up and I'm kind of like, wow, that was was miserable. (laughs) It was like a miserable dream. So I told Megan about it the next day. And I said, you and your friend were in the thing. And one had a six foot four inch ripped guy with curly hair. Looks great. And I said, an eight to ten inch penis. And I was devastated by the news that I've never been the right guy. And then she says, Guys really have eight to ten inch penises? <laughs> You're missing the point of the story completely. What? Have I taught you something that you didn't know? I thought that was all just joke penises. Okay, I'm going to walk away now. You're so yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> So now her eyes have been opened. My dream was supposed to be like a, you know, a, a moment to say I've never been the right guy. And that's how I feel. This is a, I'm, I've, I've, my insecurities were on display in this dream. Guys really have eight inch dicks? I didn't know that was a real thing. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what happened? So now. You blew it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Frank goes, you should have told her. Yeah, sometimes they're that small. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been a good one. But I didn't think that way because I know reality. Totally missed the point of the story. She should have been all Crushing blow. Crushing sadness. But no, her eyes have been open to the fact, wow, I've been shorting myself a good three inches here. This is terrible. I wonder what that would feel like. Just adds to it. That's real? What an awesome thing that must be for a man. Like, yeah, okay, stop talking. Guys have eight or nine or ten inch penises? Wow! Late! I'll see you another time, Tiny! Later, Slim. (laughs) What is it you have? What disease that makes it so yours doesn't do that? Shut up! How's my little love button? (laughs) (laughs) Look, my is the same length! Any hoot. So that was a nice moment, too. Now, and off we went to the Super Bowl thing. Yay. I just sat there and thought to myself, well, they're insecurities for a reason. What are you going to do? What do you got on the big uh, board of musical treats there, Bert? Our Wake Up Song is brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. I guess the weather up north is so they're supposed to start getting some snow again. Slaughtered. Yeah, so Action Ride Shop is your place to be. They got all the... Uh, Boards, skis, boots, bindings, pretty much anything you're going to need to get your ass up north. Uh, rentals, everything. They're the experts. That's right. So just go to actionrideshop.com or just go visit Josh and the boys over there at Action Ride Shop on Gilbert Road and Southern and Mesa. Uh, on the list, Metallica, uh, Ailstorm, Dope, Clutch, Misfits, Godsmack, Weird Al Fat for Andy Reid. <laughs> Uh, Drowning Pool, Primus, Velvet Revolver, and Toadie's plane crash for all the Philly fans. Oh, no, no, no. We're not rooting for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. We don't want them to. We just want them to go home. In fact, well, then they'll never be back. That's Well, that's a good point. Man, oh, man. Now, idea. I'm, now I'm kind of torn. Or, they, the, or the plane will, will crash like here and they'll survive and they'll be like, now I'm not getting on a plane and they won't leave. Let's get them safely home to Philadelphia where they can eat their whiz lube and do whatever it is they do. Yuck. Uh, all right. How, hangover's a pretty strong one because I think the world feels it today. How about a little bit of that? A little hangover Whiskey from hangover? Ale, Alestorm. Oh, hang, okay. hangover. Alestorm makes you feel like you've been drinking even when you're done drinking. Uh, it was good. But yeah, a Super Bowl party that uh, I was so concerned about that no one would show up, that this was 
man, I was so happy yesterday. It was like, good. We're all good. And Adam Ray was phenomenal. And Frank, thank, uh, thanks to him for popping out there. And, That's the first time I've seen Adam. He was great. He's, awesome. he's been in the studio, but man. Here's what I didn't know, that kids were in the audience. So as I did my Michael Irvin impression, pointing to people in the audience, asking them to show their cans, I didn't realize that one of them was an underage, like, 13-year-old child. Well, you know who that was? <laughs> it was Jeff Marquez. Yeah. <laughs> and I point, I can't see the lights are in my eyes. I can kind of get a gauge on it. I think that, show me those, show me those. And I start laughing, and then Frank just goes, that's a child. <laughs> I'm like, what are they doing? Well, I shouldn't have brought a kid. Okay. The biggest yeah. laugh out of me. Hilarious. <laughs> I didn't know. I couldn't see him. And besides, oh, well. Then show me your... You're getting the full show. Show me your kid, then. If you're putting them in the audience, I can't tell. I'm not supposed to... I'm not carding you from the stage. Inappropriate to bring a child to that stuff. And if you did it, it's on you. You can't get angry. But it was pretty fun. We had a nice time. Uh, and uh, and we're all a little bit hungover. You guys got out of there right on time for... Nah. The drinking started at the end. The guy with me... The S show started. I seen it coming, so oh, I was like, no, I'm the out. The table next to me... Was already a little drunk. They'd been there all day, went to the comedy thing, came back, and then at the end of the night, Pinky, our waitress, drops off another of the beer buckets. But I think I think six or seven beers are inside that bucket. And I looked at the guy, and I'm like, that's your third one. And he goes, it's my fifth one. <laughs> like, what? Pussy. And his buddy goes, I don't even drink. And he's got six of them in front of him. He goes, I'm doing it today. But I don't drink. I'm like, you do too. I'm watching you do it. And nobody who doesn't drink can handle what you guys are doing. And the girl is just blistered. She's gone. Five full beer buckets. And the one dude's just fine. Just clobbering. Just, it's, it's an easy night out. Like, I'm proud of you. This is amazing. And Pinky, the waitress, when she put the bucket down, I looked and I'm like, another one? And she was like, no. Like, she was blown away. Like, she she waits. She gives drinks out for a living, and this was a, an excessive amount to one table. Crushed it. So you got it done. Toledo's found drink from Alestorm instead, so we'll just go with that. Alestorm right. it is for uh, today, because we're all in the middle of one. Uh, it's going to rain. We're going to wash all the Philadelphia gunk off our streets, clean this place up, and get back to normal. <laughs> and all the uh, disgusting... You know, wipe down towels and whatever went on in the Porta Johns at the Phoenix Open with those whores. And again, I don't know. Have we banned abortion yet? Is it official? Or are there still places you can go? I don't know. Because March is going to be a mother effort. This city just got pregnant in every direction. I guarantee you, I saw 15 girls Friday and Saturday, at least, with my own two eyes, that weren't pregnant when I saw them, that are pregnant today. After the Phoenix Open weekend, there was some whoring going on. And if you weren't whoring, you were dressed like you were whoring. Uh, the, the spike in pregnancies and getting rid of those pregnancies in the next 90 days is going to be remarkable. I haven't even heard from him. <laughs> he said his name was Rick Fowler. <laughs> oh, no, no, that guy wasn't Ricky Fowler. You, you got fooled. <laughs> You were fooled, and you'll never hear from him again. He plays for the PGA. Where'd you meet him? In Porta John. When? Two o'clock on Saturday. No, Ricky, the real one was actually playing golf. The one you were with was hole-in-one, but it wasn't a game. He, he You're never going to hear that, that guy again. I gotta Slightly get rid off. Of Ricky Trowler. I mean, if you if you turn your radio down for a second and just listen... In about three weeks, just everything get quiet, turn your car off quietly, just open a window and listen out the window. You'll hear all over Phoenix. I gotta get rid of it. 
it. Oh my god, I gotta get rid of it. Just over and over. Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. I'm gonna get rid of it. That's your Deucey's kid handing out those pills right afterwards. You're good. Like, <laughs> That's like, yeah. like a Pez dispenser. Deucey's kid was yeah. popping. He's your plan B, bitch. <laughs> Jack Deucey out. What was his name? The Rocky Double Road. Scoop. Double Scoop. That's right. <laughs> Double Scoop, the white rapper governors. I'm Governor Double Scoop. Yeah, he was handing out plan B. Smart well, his man. dad was yelling on TV, abortion's never going to work here. We're not doing it. Get, don't worry about that abortion. I'll get rid of it. We're going to torch it out with some pills. Blink, blink. <laughs> And yeah. Guys, when you get that phone call, we told you, Dr. Well, Lynn, exactly. for years now. Some lady came up to me yesterday, and she goes, hey, I got a problem with you. And I said, what is it? And she goes, I never got a graham cracker and Sprite, and I've done two. <laughs> like, all right, well, thanks for being so open about your abortion history. <laughs> Man. She goes, yeah, they didn't give me anything. She goes, we got chocolates in the lobby before, but when we were done, they just kicked us out. And I said, you must have been part of that post-Phoenix Open program where they just shuttle you in and out. Boom, boom, boom. No candy, no treats. But, man, it, it, that, yeah, and again, in April, there's going to be a weird kind of power surge where all the vacuums turn on. And this is going to be for, like, just a week of poor girls who thought Ricky Fowler put a baby in them. It didn't happen. You won't be able to find one stall open at those car wash vacuum areas. <laughs> yeah. I'm buying stock in Dyson. <laughs> you did not... Um, <laughs> Yeah, buy stock in Dyson and uh, Teddy Grahams because I think they're going to be going out. They're going to be flying off the shelves. Sprite, always a good stock. But yeah, the next month or so, that sound all over the place. I'm going to get rid of this. Don't tell my dad. I understand you had a date with Ricky Fowler. I thought so, Dad, but it wasn't him. Is he black? No. God damn it. <laughs> He was a liar. Yeah, and you were a whore. <laughs> so, graham crackers and Sprite for everyone, I think. We should have a graham cracker Sprite party in April. <laughs> Come on down. Not a bad idea. It's kind of when they spay and neuter pets. We'll do a van that goes through neighborhoods <laughs> for free. Like, we'll pick a zip code, and we're like, all right, we understand a lot of you girls were at the Phoenix Open. We'll just go to apartment building and go, whoever's Phoenix Open in February... Uh, the free abortion RVs coming through for you. It's and just lines out the door. It's like girl. the spay and neuter RVs. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you go through Guadalupe. <laughs> and like just just for Saturday, the uh, you were at the Phoenix Open uh, Dyson, uh, you know, graham crackers. They should have those spray. in the parking lot before the open. <laughs> the separate tent. <laughs> and they'll know. They'll know that what it is. We don't have to be graphic. It'll just say free graham crackers and Sprite for anyone yeah. who's at the Phoenix Open on Saturday. And you just wander through the apartment complex, see the line of girls sitting there crying. It was Ricky Fowler. Mine was Ricky Fowler, too. Really, Sanjay M? <laughs> <laughs> you did it with Sanjay. Why? He's a pro golfer. I thought I'd hit the jackpot. He's like 179th on the FedEx Cup standing. Stop it. He's got a future. I looked it up. I Googled it. Didn't see a picture. It didn't matter. It was dark in the port of John. He didn't make the cut. Yeah. It's yeah. very sad. Graham crackers and Sprite, ladies. It's going to be big. I, I've never seen the Phoenix Open look that bad. And well, it's on my yeah, way home, it was yeah. still light, you know, coming from CB Live. Yeah. Looked like a war zone. Oh, really? They already had all the uh, oh, Porta Johns round, rounded up in a. Ugh. It's like two acres of Porta Johns. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot. But it was fun. It's, it's always fun. And, man, what an event they put on out there. I don't know how they manage that many people without trouble. A couple streakers, no big deal. I think that's going to be a tradition. That one uh, was 
Took his time. Stayed, the one on Friday. Stayed in the pond a little bit. Friday was pretty good. Saturday was just a dude just went nuts. And they got him fast. Is that the guy with the long mullet and everything? The mullet was Friday. Okay. And he, look, at a certain point when you juke a security guard as well as that guy did in the video, it's like just let him run. Let him have the course for an hour. That was a great, he'll wear himself out. And he he did. should have been State Farm Stadium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he was, that would have been a great halftime yeah. show. We should do that halftime show is just streakers and security guards like doing the Oklahoma drill. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was uh, it's a it's a blast. But uh, you know, it's before long. Jim Nance will be definitely hello, friends. It's time for the streaker on sixteen. Sponsored, brought to you by <laughs> yeah, like dungarees, Lee dungarees. <laughs> Each streaker gets a free dungaree. It's not going to be any fun when it becomes uh, normal. Amazon and, Prime's yeah. right. Yeah, we got a stripe on his back. I mean, you know, and it's always dudes. But the mulleted guy was pretty good. So a good job, well done. Worst thing we had happen: couple streakers. So far, haven't got any news from last night, but the over-under, which Steve Ranazizi put at one and a half for NFL players getting in big trouble, including Michael Irvin, stayed under. It's been quiet. So far. Man. Yes. I don't know when that bet, bet pays, but in a couple weeks, I'm guessing, a hooker's going to come forward with Warren Sapp's, you know, hooker toss down in the Marriott. Sapp's did more or less happen after. It was a couple it was weeks like, after. Yeah. But the news broke, and I was like, that didn't happen, and then it turned out, oh, no, what happened? Anyway. Good job, uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale, everywhere. Now we can kind of have our city back. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Already, Monday morning, cruising right through. Before we get to the Brady Report, a couple of things. Um, the DeMar Hamlin deal for the Super Bowl, and they drug him out. And I'm all for, like, celebrating the idea the dude's still alive. But you and I talked about it uh, backstage at the comedy thing. What happens if that exact same situation occurs in the Super Bowl? What happens if somebody chests... All the games playing. They're, yeah. He could die on the field, and yeah. I think they'd finish. Because technically, DeMar Hamlin died on the field, and they resuscitated him. They would have carted him off. What do you do? As he's coded, as they say, he's dead. They cut him off. Let's get him off. We're still waiting for details. Well, what is Because remember when it happened with the... the, He died later on at the hospital. The Bengals and the uh, Bills game, the coaches, the players, they couldn't go on. Yeah, they got together. It wasn't about the league. The league wanted that game to continue. That's true. It would have been interesting. Fascinating. The NFL, to me, has a problem because they keep embracing... DeMar Hamlin. And what I think they need to do, like they did with Ryan Shazier, ignore it. Acknowledge that Ryan Shazier is better. Stop making a big deal out of it like the NFL had something to do with how great it is. It, I just don't. I, they have Could to. Could you imagine they have the to amount just of make money it go away. like people getting their money back? You yeah. couldn't do it. No. Remember, uh, no, you couldn't. There's nothing you could do. And I started let's thinking, spend- like, just, let's, just, let's just say DeMar's fine. That's the last we see of him as celebration uh, three, four years from now, if or if he tries to play. Because Ryan Shazier, after his spinal injury, his goal was to play again. The Steelers didn't cut him like he's going to come. And he came out on the practice field and he couldn't run. He, you know, and they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to gracefully let you leave the game without making a big fanfare out of it. You have to officially retire. But you have a slot on this team. They kept him on the roster, which was symbolic to say he's with us. The Bills could do that. But, man, the NFL... Hey, if you think about that and think last night, if A.J. Brown makes a catch, turns, throws his shoulder into a, a DB, and knocks the dude out 
stops his heart. And I know it's rare. It's very rare. But if that were to have happened in the Super Bowl, what would they do? Yeah. That is, it is a really strange... Maybe Roger had a backup plan, like he had the uh, fluffy bowl, the puppies and the kennels ready to go. <laughs> Maybe. Just put the flags on, boys. You're finishing this thing. Yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was an interesting thought, though, and they keep bringing him out like, Damar Hamill, we love him. It's, isn't it great? It is great that he's okay. I think they need to stop acknowledging that part and start acknowledging how close they were to having to stop football. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me that they're wrapping their arms around this thing. Impressive so. number of uh, health providers that hooked him up during this whole process. There was like 70 people on that field. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a thing. They're expecting 200,000 people at the airport today. So if you're flying out, four hours, they're saying, beforehand. Four hours to get there just in case. Which to me means two hours. Don't do the four. That's ridiculous. When they say three, it's one and a half. Uh, you'll just be sitting there drinking. The reason they tell you four hours uh, is because they want you to buy things in the airport. Drinks, food. They kill you. You get through and you got two hours before your flight leaves. You're like, ah, we're early. Nothing worse about that than being early. And then you go to Four Peaks. You kill some time, get a couple beers. You wander around a little bit more. You buy a magazine you don't want. $190. Yeah, yeah, you spend another 200 bucks just waiting for your flight. You don't even realize that you got trapped into it with the unbelievable lie that it takes three hours to get you through security. It won't. Even the busiest days, it won't take that long. me, though. There's so many fly private, too. There may be a little wait at Scottsdale. The private folks will be fine. Nobody's worried about them. Anyway, it's a very strange thing. So, uh, yeah, I was. uh, There's so much Super Bowl stuff that goes on. You forget that the Mar Hamlin thing drove me like, I don't know. That's not necessarily something you should be pointing out. Because in my mind, I'm like, gosh, what if that happens tonight? Would they be like thrilled that tomorrow he'll be better? He'll be better. Or what if a dude dies on the field? What do they do? Came awfully darn close. So weird. He gets cut next season. Oh, well, what are Doesn't they going to do? Well, they can't, you know, they'll do a thing where they have an exemption list. And, oh, they're, he's, but he stays. No, he's not going anywhere. It's It was pretty impressive. Uh, and yeah, I thought Fox did a great job. And they, they've made a, a thing for uh, the Tom Brady being on the A team tough. Greg Olson's turned into a pretty good broadcaster. That dude's good. That was a good team last night. Uh, you know, they were the ones that were like, oh, they were the. The also rans because Aikman and Buck left, and Tom Brady came out of retirement. He was supposed to be on the that would have been huge for them. Nothing. They had to go with Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart, and they were good. Yeah, really good. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's time now for Brady to give you all the news that happened outside of that Super Bowl, sitting right here in our city, uh, and it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Uh, Hooters and Bud Light, you got to start off the week right with a happy hour at Hooters every Monday through Friday. Normalcy has returned, 3 to 6 o'clock at Hooters. Go be happy there. Watch women's volleyball or whatever the hell's on TV. Football's over. Devin Booker had a great tweet yesterday that said, uh, can y'all leave my city? I like it better here quiet. And I'm like, all right, Book, he's one of us. Uh, It's all normal again. So off to Hooters you go to listen to those weird old dudes hit on Britney at the bar. And uh, it's just all crazy normal. No more football talk, no more golf. It's just a normal city again. Until uh, end of March, early April, when all the abortions are handed out. Because there's going to be a ton of them. (laughs) An absolute ton. That should be our last hurrah. Our grand finale of abortions. The Phoenix Open 2023. And then we'll shut the doors in April. End of April. you got to get your graham cracker and your Sprite by April. Or ladies, you're out of luck. It's the home kit from there on. Uh, Brady? Please report it. Good Monday morning to Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Big day today. Uh, happy Kiss Day. Aw. 
Happy National well, Internet Friends band. Day. Aw. Happy International Condom Day. Wow. All right. Wrap it up. Happy Self-Love Day. Done that. Which is treating yourself with kindness and respect. It's jerking off. And this is one of your favorites, John. Yeah. Galentine's Day. Oh, it's where the lonely ladies go out and yeah. have dinner together? Yeah. Because they don't want to go out on actual Valentine's Day and notice how many people are actually coupled up and they're not. So this is a bitter, chunky, broad wine day. <laughs> okay. Hopefully you got your uh, reservations yeah. in at Postino's. Because <laughs> it's going to pack up. never get in. Pack up at three <sighs> and stay that way all day. Going out with the girls. Galentine's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll have those conversations like that dream I had. Yeah. What's the big one for you? Eight to ten inches. They have them that big? That's the thing I worry most about. If that conversation does come up, she's going to reveal me. They make them that big? Eight to ten inches. Like, damn it, shut up. <laughs> Do like you did when we went to that Cirque du Soleil with horses. That was, the, that was the best penis moment of my life. We're walking around the stables. People everywhere. Horses' dong was out. Big dong. And it, there's some familiarities there. And she goes, look, it looks just like people's dicks. You're like, that's right, lady. That's exactly what you're used to. So, of course, she thinks that's similar to what human... She's with me. (laughs) You know what I mean. Shut up. You've done enough. This is great. Just let me strut. A couple of basis fun facts. Alfred Hitchcock was afraid of the dark crowds, solitude. Dark crowds? (laughs) Yeah. like brown. (laughs) And eggs. He had some stuff going on. San Francisco had its own Statue of Liberty on a hill in the middle of the city starting in the 1880s. It was taking a dump on the middle of the street. It was called the Triumph of Light, but it became so dilapidated they uh, took it down in 1950. They didn't take care of it? San Francisco had some stuff that they let go? Imagine that. I know. They just keep polishing that bridge and each other's knobs. (laughs) I think we might have done this one before. Before he joined... Uh, with Guns N' Roses slash audition for Poison. I didn't know that. Got rejected. Good move, Poison. They went with C.C. DeVille instead, huh? He's a good guitar player, but... They I both mean, fit the each band, though. Yeah, I mean, they, perfect. Yeah. Could you imagine Slash on the cover of... Look what the cat dragged in. Oh, what an ugly broad he'd make. I don't know. Ah. I've never seen his face. <laughs> so Pull back make him hair. up. Hey, look. They made C.C. DeVille hot. He might look like Rosanna, Rosanna Dana from this. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'm scared of, yeah. yeah. That kinky, weird hair. Yeah. Might be smoking hot. Might look like Lisa Bonet. Or better still, Lenny Kravitz, the incredibly sexy Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy <laughs> acted together once, uh, two years before Star Trek. They both guest starred in an episode of The Man from Uncle. Shatner played a good guy. Nimoy played a bad guy. Cool. According to Google Trends, the most popular Valentine's date activities across the country. Sex. Let's <laughs> hope so. Well, a lot of it's going to the movies, believe it or not. I think that's old news. Um, or what reason? Either. Miniature golf yeah. is number one in California, Kansas, and Washington State. Uh, bowling, Pennsylvania, and Louisiana. Hillbillies. Fitting. Yep. <laughs> Arcades. I, I believe that. Arkansas, <laughs> West Virginia. Well, yeah, your kids have to go, and it's your nieces, and that's who your Valentine is. It's usually your niece. So Go-karts in Nevada. Museum is popular in Kentucky, Mississippi, and Virginia. Uh, Arizona, 
most Wait, unique museums, Kentucky, Mississippi, Virginia. So their Valentine is the Confederacy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Those are the only museums they've got. <laughs> That's every day. Tennessee's going to the spa. Mm. Um, in Arizona, strolling through the Japanese friendship gardens. Sure, where those are? <laughs> Somewhere downtown, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I love that area. So Japanese, so friendly. Where is that? I, I, I think I, I think I could find the Hilton Garden Inn faster in like six different spots than the. Where is that? It's on Third Ave. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, that's over by the zone. Makes sense. Not the old radio station either. The homeless zone. Third Ave and what? Um, trying to get the exact address. The Japanese friendship garden. We should do that today as a, as a show. Just, All right, I'm in. <laughs> we'll 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 Galentine's over there, and we'll get some. We go to Pistino's after. We go to Pistino. We, you know, we'll go to we'll go to uh, Chibo, and we'll have ourselves a little pie for lunch. And then we'll Palantines. Yeah, well, Palantines. That's right, Brady. We're we're gonna Palantine later. Thanks. Join up, Brett. We're gonna Palantine. Maybe skip. Twinking we might, around. We might skip and twink. <laughs> uh, here it is. Japanese it's, uh, friendship garden. It, as a matter of fact, it's just north of Roosevelt. Roosevelt and Third Avenue. Right here. Roosevelt and Third That's where all those condos and stuff are. Right here. Huh. I think I've actually, I think I might have, I might have stumbled through that not even though I was there. The Friendship Garden. Where was the zone? That was on Central and? Central and Roosevelt. Oh, okay. Third Avenue and Roosevelt's got some great restaurants and stuff. Huh. So it is right by the zone. Yeah. A new poll found it, uh. Having a cat on your dating profile makes you more attractive. To who? 75% of cat owners said they'd be more interested if someone, if uh, one of their photos showed them holding a cat. Now, the poll didn't ask about dogs, but the study last year found dog photos are pro- probably work too. Well, like a cat owner is going to be attracted to another cat owner because in the picture you would see immediately a connection. The biggest deal breakers for cat owners? Openly uh, hating cats. Yeah. Being allergic to them. Averse to cats. That's probably bad for a cat owner. Living more than one hour away. I think that's pretty. That's everybody. Yeah. 12-minute 12, 12 commute maximum for a vagina. This would help on your dating profile, leaving out you're unemployed. Uh, yeah, I would say. Hey, yeah, don't include. Currently looking for work. <laughs> or Need living in love. AJ or right. Maryvale. <laughs> Well, look, 12 minutes for genitals. This whole concept of the one and you finding each other, it's geographic. It's all a radius you're willing to, you know. He's some my special someone's out there somewhere. It's within 12 minutes of you and there, and then move another 50 miles away. That new radius, a one will be in that too. Adam Ray yesterday said, man, anything over 25 minutes, you're, you're out of town. <laughs> I haven't seen Absolutely. him. My buddy moved out of yeah, town. <laughs> 12 minutes. Uh, my rule is if I pass two of what I'm going to go to before I get to your thing. That's why I don't go to Gilbert. Why don't you come on down here? We'll go to a Postino. Why? I passed three Postinos to go to the Postinos there. Why would I drive to a Postinos? Because I'm there. Well, then you come to me. We'll meet in the middle. Gilbert. No, thank you. Come on, pal. We got a buck and rider. Had one for years. Don't need to pass it to get to one. That's dumb. You might as well live in Albuquerque. 12 minutes. And especially for dating. Oh, you got to get in a car and hump it all the way over. You're going to be angry by the time you get to the house. There's a new term on uh, TikTok. Boyfriend error. Error? Uh, 
boyfriend air. A-I-R? A-I-R. Okay. And girls talk about they're claiming the air in their boyfriend's apartments is so gross. It can mess with their hair, even their makeup. Okay. They found uh, that most of the time the boys aren't uh, washing their sheets. That's right. So they we don't have a woman there. in our lives, so get to work. <laughs> Mop up, sister. If you got a problem with it, I've been living in it just fine. I'm not coming over anymore. Okay. Well, I've had my fun with you. Adios. <laughs> and fun we've had. Yeah, and now you're nagging me. If she if she starts the nagging about the air in your apartment, uh, that's just a troubled sign. Signs of uh, things to come. Flags are in the air. Oscar Meyer was left scrambling on Friday after someone stole the catalytic converter off the Wienermobile. Oh, no. <laughs> Happened in Vegas. Someone got underneath that 27-foot hot dog on wheels, sawed it off. They also removed a bunch of the other parts, too. To get Meth it. heads are, if they just put their energy towards good things, they'd be millionaires. And have world peace. So they had to show up to a couple events without the mobile. Just uh, employees with wiener whistles to hand out. So you can't drive without a catalytic converter? You can, they but cut it's it loud as hell. Is it? Oh, man. Oh, bring that. M- oh, yeah. My uh, some of tweakers driving by. And, oh! My catalytic converter broke once on my old Jeep. Yeah. And it, it went 35 miles an hour, and it was screaming. Yeah. Like, I've never heard a noise. Like, it sounded like I was like a banshee was trapped under my car, howling all the way down there. I'm like, why can't I go any faster than 40? In Cornwall, England, there was an advertisement at a bus stop for McDonald's new McCrispy. It's a chicken sandwich. Mm. They did not uh, ask to collab with this other thing, but next to the poster where it says the new McCrispy, is a sign, a road sign that says, to crematorium. <laughs> Pretty funny. Wait a sec. They took the sign down. Oh, I see. McCrispy. Let's get to some radio videos. So there's Brady's in every town and every place in the world. Oh, it'd be a good one. McCrispy turns into crematorium. Preheat to 1850. <laughs> a couple of them that I had. Toledo couldn't reload again. Uh-oh. But, we'll see if so, I can get him. The first one we got is, uh, what? let's see. That's Bent Over Mom. Oh, yeah, this is the go-kart <laughs> wipeout. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm Whatever intrigued. Bent Over Mom no, is. Yes. No, good that, I saw that one on Friday where she was. Oh, that's. Not, not that kind of bent. Oh, over. Yeah. Yeah. oh that was the one Scorpion the bent back. backwards. Yeah. Mom. Damn tease. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Filth. All right. Which one is this? This is a go-kart accident. Okay. Toledo's slowly getting it ready. Prepared for nothing. Come on now. <laughs> Don't blame the TV. <laughs> you knew this was going to happen. It's becoming an everyday feature that we have to wait for Toledo go-kart to Go-kart accident. Yeah. And it's the exact same time every day. Brady stretching. Yeah, I like that's how Brady stretches. Accident. He just says the same thing over and over. Worst stretch ever. <laughs> Brady stretches words the way he stretches his body. It doesn't happen. guy's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Good ride, though. He, he went air first. Yeah, did a flip. Is that the dad commenting <laughs> on his dog? I think so. That's, that's not a man that flipped over like no. that. Not anymore. Not screaming like that if it was a man. It's Katie Katie. He did not keep that together. <laughs> he just ran him off the thing. <laughs> Katie KB's day at the go-kart. <laughs> ah! Ah! 
My hair. That's why Izzy isn't in today. That's right. She flipped over. That's a pretty, To get something that low to the ground, to go airborne and flip once yeah. and still land, pretty good move. I believe this one's a motorcycle jump. Or attempted. Yeah. It looks muddy. Is it muddy? Oh, no, it's just grass. Oh, no, he fell off the bike. Oh, 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 man, he's doing a backflip, and he falls off, and the bike lands right on top of him. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Told you you couldn't do it, bro. <laughs> you were right. Bike's I'm going to try, try again. A lot heavier than I thought. Oh, my God. Look at that thing. It gets way up there, too. Next one's a couple of kids. One's coming in hot on his bicycle. Okay. Wait, Down a hill. Oh, oh, God, he just ran over a poor child. They're in some sort of industrial park, too. They shouldn't even... Oh, that's a homemade bike with no... I don't know what's going on there. But that bike is not structurally sound either. I don't know what kind of handlebars are on that. It's the wrong shape. He made that bike in his garage of stolen parts, I'm guessing, from looking at the surrounding area. Next is, one's... Uh, is that the border wall I'm looking at? They're just there. It is pretty close. <laughs> I think that was... I can make it. That's the new U.S. Uh, border patrol just standing in front of the bikes come breaking oh, okay. into Oh, okay. This is a guy that uh, eats yeah, your, a... your fight got taken down. Okay. Oh. This is a guy that uh, is eating a murder hornet. Oh, yeah. And Forgot about murder show hornets. show the... Uh, after it... He should have crunched down on it quicker. Yeah. Remember when it, murder hornets were going to kill all of us for a yeah. little while? That and monkeypox. Monkeypox was close, too. I remember when too. Adam was talking about that yesterday. Yeah. We were close to monkeypox, murder hornets, man. Eh, what are you going to do? We got I used to it. this smart news app you use, Brady. Oh, yeah. It's not uh, letting you. Hang on. It's coming. So he's got it in chopsticks. It's an Asian guy. It's authentic. Come right. on. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you know it's authentic. Shocking. It's Asian. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> he's got chopsticks. <laughs> well, I understand that. He's an authentic Asian. I didn't need the chopsticks to sell me that. Are you sure? You like, mean the rest hmm. of his uh, look there didn't the sell you? sun in this or... guy's eyes? Or, uh, oh, he's got chopsticks. I see. I see. The mini Yao Ming there? <laughs> oh, he's Asian. I thought someone was just blowing in uh, a lot of air towards him. All right. Oh, that's God. the turtle boy. I know him too well. Memes of 2017. I think you're on the wrong we... page. No, nope, there it is. There he goes. All right. Here we go. Murder Hornet and Chopsticks. Eat by an authentic Asian. And you know that because of his utensils. Don't know that's Japan. It's not Chinese, that's Japan, they're different. Don't try this at home, it says. Which is eating with chopsticks. Eat the goddamn thing. Go ahead. It's got him in the mouth. Oh, oh my God, the swelling. <laughs> he looks like a Kardashian. His lips are huge. Botox stuff. <laughs> he looks like every news girl on Channel 12. What happens? Is that what they're doing on Channel 12? Is just murder hornets to the face? What's wrong with their lips? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, is Chinese for something? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, he got hit fast. Good. Kill you deserve it. You ate a murder hornet. Right. That's what happens when you put The name murder is the first word in that sentence. I don't even need the murder part. Hornet. I'm not putting a hornet in my mouth. I know that. All right. And finally, Brady. All right. Let's skip the... Which one is Go to the truck wreck. All right. All right. It's pretty amazing. It's a big hill. I've heard this before. This looks like a sugar cane field before. or something. Oh, this isn't the... 
What Hang is on, this? It's loading. Okay. Oh, for Christ! You're making him. You're sake, making him get rid of the last one. All right. This is just a big field with a dirt road on it, and I don't know why. It's amazing. Yeah. Here's no, oh, man, there's that, the guy's still in the. He's in the cab, still driving. Oh, is that him in position? Commentator, I like that. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> he's not still alive. He, oh, he's twitching. Those are death twitches, Brady. Who's trying to terrible accident? Trying to get the package out of the Just back. Just a still. terrible accident. Wow. Yeah, he's not well. No, he's not doing well. Truck did not hold up either. That thing disintegrated. Hey, well, that one's, that that one's not exciting or anything. That's just there was no buildup. That's just a truck ramming into another truck and kind of ceasing to be a truck afterwards. It's Monday. Are you that ramping guy, up that or guy, do you uh, have death for us? Uh, oh, no. A little bit, but not. That's not too. He's bad been cringing over yeah, there. Yeah, he had a couple uh, reactions. All right, let's see. what I will start off easy. That means he's saving it. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll start like off that. easy. All right, death videos. Yeah. This is the reason I don't go bungee jumping. Oh no, guy in some military fatigues, all strapped up and ready to go. He leaps off the edge. It's way, way, way down, and oh, he missed! Oh, we missed what? the. They that's not a bungee. That's, not a that's short too. That's, that's supposed to be repelling. Re- that's yeah, repelling. Supposed to be repelling. And he was supposed to smash the. Uh, yeah, he's supposed mattress. to hold on to the rope, right? <laughs> Face first into the concrete. Well, that's that's a fail. Do that again. Oof. All right, and this one. Which one Yikes. is this one? Oh, this one. Yeah, there are people jumping off the side of a cliff. Space jumpers. Space jumping. Got their what parachutes. Going into the cliff. They leap off. Off they go. Oh, no. No, no, no. They, they opened. The other guy didn't open it all. They didn't open it all. Now it's now open. It, and he's being drugged down the beach. Yeah. Just being drugged down the beach. One guy's success. It's one to nothing. Dave oh. beats Bill. Oh, my God. I hope that's a best of three. No discount. Oh, my God. It didn't open at all. He just jumped to his death. Now here's something you don't see every day. Somebody getting the car repoed, trying to get back in it. Oh, he's, right. he's no on problem. the back of the flat. Yeah. No problem there. Just keep going. Just keep going. This guy can't believe what he's seeing. Oh! The guy on a motorcycle watching the guy trying to repo his yeah, own car. Believe it. Yeah, he smashes into car. another car. This is a double. This is a double stuff video. And nobody can believe what they're seeing. The guy on the motorcycle's turned his head whole, and he goes right to the back of a box truck. Oh, my God. And then almost gets his head rubbing over by the car filming it. Mexico. Lovely soundtrack. Oh, yeah. I guess Mexico's awesome. And here we go. Maryvale is my favorite place ever. Uh, let's get into it. All right, this is the big boy here. Brett's yeah. on the banks Fishing of some dynamite. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, there's his hand. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. In his head. Oh, what's that thing pointing Jason at? Pierre Paul. Oh my God! Why bother putting <laughs> yeah, it together just, again? Just cut just it off. Yeah. It off. Okay. He's holding the dynamite. <laughs> oh my God! All right. Oh, do you every... remember when you did that? So many tendons. Oh man! Thank you, Brett. Oh wait a minute, we had one more. Okay. This guy said, uh, Japanese Friendship Garden is on 3rd and Portland, John. The garden's right next to Hans Park. Uh, I work close to that. We had a job nearby, and we had to shut down a few times for stabbings and hostage situation in the Friendship Garden. A Other than that, it's very times? nice. <laughs> Great place to spend your Valentine's Man. Day. Have a walk through there. We'll palantine through there, and hopefully uh, all of us come back without holes in our bodies. All right, last and, one. And finally, a nice, tranquil 
Oh, oh, train ride. Train. Oh, no, no, not again. No. Oh, God, there's just somebody. Oh! Sliced in half, head to toe. What? Oh, it's happened. just rolling through. Well, yeah. Well, the oh, train man. doesn't know. Oh, my God. Wow. A person laying head to toe on the rail. They're saying just, well, lay, just lay half still. Yeah, lay well, what still. are they going to do? Just that... your arm. Wait for the rest of the train. Well, the train's got business There's, to conduct. That's the engine. There's, There's the end. There's the caboose. Is he alive? Uh, sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's missing a head. He's that in half. Here. No, the head's there. Well, is it? The yeah, head's right like there. But it's that, looking at the track. That whole heart and chest thing is pretty necessary. <laughs> oh, the head is looking at the track. Yeah. You're right. There's just dogs walking around. They're smart enough not to get in there. Nice tranquil train ride for the day. So there you go. Enjoy the light rail, folks, Mm -hmm. on your way to the airport. Skytrain. That'll get you right to your... Four hours. Skytrain will get you right to your terminal. And it may be terminal. Okay. Well, thanks, Prep. (laughs) We had a lot to drink over the weekend. Kind of queasy. So you brought that home. Uh, Louis Moses is going to join us. Uh, he's a marketing super guru, and he's going to join us as he does every year after the Super Bowl to break down the commercials. Uh, what won, what didn't. We'll chat with Louis in just moments. There goes your Brady Report. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Uh, it is Metallica right there. We gave away tickets to Metallica yesterday at the uh, CB Live, the big football viewing show. Megan didn't win those? No, she won the Chili right. Peppers, though, the halftime. Couldn't believe it. Uh, in an unrigged <laughs> contest, won she won sounds tickets. Fixed. Sounds fixed. To uh, me. Uh, no, now, Louie, please. <laughs> I made it very clear on the microphone when I said this is not fixed, but congratulations to that little lady right there. She's going to the Chili Peppers. Tickets I would have never been able to get her, I'm sure. Uh, Louie Moses is here Hello. from everywhere. TV and otherwise, and uh, you've got you're you're a champion of marketing, the I god like of it. To, I would like to think so. Yeah, I think you, sir, are the uh, the head of it. Thank you. Well, at least in my world, I'm I don't know CEO. anybody else. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't have anybody else I can talk to. So uh, Louis here as he is every year after the Super Bowl to kind of break down what happened uh, between the plays um, and right there into the ads because you've uh, been through this before a million times. You uh, ran your own agency for years and years. You've been. Part of Super Bowl commercials, you've built them, you've won awards for some, you've talked people out of them. I never had $7 million like they have How now. about that? $7, $7 million, million for an ad, right? For, for 30 or a 30. For 30, to reach $208 million. Yeah, worth it. And they say it's going to be $210 million in, a, in a couple minutes, you know. Because everybody will be uh, yeah, streaming everything stupid afterwards. Well, there's so, there's so much other media going on besides just the Square TV set. Um, that the 208 million includes all every screen that's possible. You know? Yeah, isn't that nuts? Yeah. yeah, and they yeah the streaming is now part of it, and uh, just just the viewership alone. But live TV is still always what the networks have to shoot for, right? Because everybody's throwing, kind of piggybacking on that. So. Has to because they got nothing else. Yeah. So these 208 million nights is just ridiculous. So it is kind of worth it to throw seven million at it. For 30 seconds, if you've got a decent idea, or at least you can just shove your name in somebody's face for 30 seconds. Well, right? both of those things, decent idea and $7 million, that doesn't include the production. So if it's $7 million for yeah. the time, the space, the 30 seconds, there's another 3 or $4 million being spent on commercial. Because you don't want to skimp yeah. on that if you're no. running that big of a thing. Exactly. Gonna... And some, some people did. Some people went yeah. low. Low rent, but um, production values are really key in the Super Bowl spots, and that's that's why so many people always say, "I watch the game for the commercials because yeah. they're they're little movies." And I they're thought super they came up wo- short. Yeah, I did too. I thought I, on the, yeah. on the whole, before we get into individuals, yeah, 
I thought this was like a C minus list of of ads this year. It looks like they started with good ideas and then some client kind of ringed them to, ringed to try to do too much. I know? felt everything was pulled back. Everything was right. kind of almost afraid, but never tried to be anything more. And right. still, uh, the one thing I remember from last year was that we were inundated with e cars. I remember last That's year's right. ads were all electric cars, and this year one Jeep did one. And was it Kia big? had something, but it wasn't electric. Was it no, also no, big? Will, crypto Will crypto one, commercials were big. Crypto had a few. Yeah, that's pretty well, funny. They're, they're, they're saving their money right now. <laughs> yeah. And probably for lawyers. But, uh, yeah, but the e-cars, I, I remember the Jeep one. And then I think Kia had something, but that was Will Ferrell it, had one. Will oh, Ferrell that, had that's right. Will Ferrell this had This was that. funny because they let him be him, you know. And Kia had the – And they uh, spent – pacifier out of binky yeah. dad or right, right let me ask you this though okay. so the first ad that that popped up after the game started was the dunkin donuts with uh ben affleck running the the mm-hmm. drive through clever clever yeah. start it, it ended making me feel like ben affleck is a cuckold like yeah. he's like yeah. he's being beaten doing? into this marriage I, and, I, and i was like okay not the message they wanted to send that's just my cynical view of their relationship at this point she comes yells him she's nagging him in the dunkin drive through uh, and it's no wonder she's been married five times. She can't even get through a commercial without making the guy feel uncomfortable. But how much do you pay J-Lo and Ben Affleck? So people understand, like, you're right, $7 million just to buy the spot where it's going to land. Then you got to do the commercial. Duncan spent no money on anything outside of them from the I, production. I, I don't know this for a fact, but I think that the celebrities um, want to be on Super Bowl commercials. Okay. So, so negotiating a million bucks for the two of them Not probably bad. probably wouldn't be a bad idea. So you think it's probably somewhere like if they came to you and said we got a million dollars, I think I can get J Lo and Ben Affleck. Yeah, well, and and then there's this other thing like with with Shaq and with Gronk where yeah. they do everything. Yeah, and some <laughs> of those celebrities are taking a piece of the company, taking stock, and right. things like that. So their their agents are smart enough to know. Well, you can give me a million dollars, which will end up being six hundred thousand dollars. Or you can give me some share in the in the company, and hopefully I can help it grow because everybody loves my face. That's, yeah. that's what Shaq thinks. Yeah, when Shaq's right. Yeah, he's like everywhere. Shaq's just so lovable that people will keep plopping around. Those have done Coyote well. in our parking lot. Coyote in our parking lot. Sorry, ADD just got me. Got wildlife. Sure, they, sure <laughs> Sorry is. About that. I get excited. Wild America. Look, I look out the road, Louis. Sometimes I see animals crossing the street. The show has to stop. I get a little nervous that it was. We're just dog. happy it made it across. Yeah, the it's street. a coyote. Hopefully, it doesn't eat. Are we Joe still on? Are we still on? <laughs> we'll edit this out. Don't worry. Uh, so this is KDKB. Right? Yeah, right. KDKB's <laughs> morning show. So now they'd be screaming at the top of their lungs. Wild animals! Oh, yeah. Somebody um, get him! Yeah. Bite me! <laughs> the, uh, the first commercial, I'll well, do it different this year, the first commercial okay. that stood out to you. The first one that went, there you go. Uh, talking babies. Ugh. My, no, avocado. The, fr- the, the naked av- avocado. Yeah, the naked avocado was the yeah. first one. I kind of yeah. like that too. And, I, was... and the talking babies I hated. That's why it stood out. Good, me too. So the, uh, the avocado thing was uh, where they did the, uh, the Eve eats the apple. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris yeah, eats yeah. the apple, and then, you know, obviously from the Bible, everybody is ashamed of themselves and everything else. Had is that she right, had, Brady? That yeah, that's true. Had yeah, that's she true. eaten an avocado, we'd all be swinging our dicks around. Is essentially what avocado wants that's to That's what I think. got out yeah. of it. Yeah, it's me yeah, too. Yeah. And that's swinging. a better world. And it wasn't bad. It, it was good. It was a good, you know, everybody's kind of on the edge of their seat when the first three or four come out. So that was, yeah. I thought Duncan was good too. So yeah. um, the Talking Babies I hated and, and Kevin Hart I hated, but those were all kind of in the first maybe. What was Foster. Oh, Kevin Hart did the DraftKings and the talking with babies. the domino name, right? Which yeah. was sort of a play on what uh, uh, I guess what Austin Powers used to do oh, with yes. the Johnson. Oh my God, it's a big dick over That's there. That's what yeah. it is. So it yeah, felt, okay. Uh, that, to me, yeah. it felt like we've done this. Yeah, like this isn't okay. a new thing. So I didn't like the concept. It was just a star thing, and it didn't really have an ending. And some of it was really forced, like they tried hard. Um, did I you did, think the talking babies was just okay? We're over the E Trade talking baby thing. I, I just think it was it was lazy concepting. I think that you know you, you go in and pitch the client. Hey, you you had this that was really popular yeah. a few years ago. 
maybe yeah, maybe three or four or five yeah. years ago, right? Maybe it feels like Gallagher. 2017 going, all right, here comes the Sledgematic. I know you love it. Put, like, yeah. He doesn't want to do it anymore. Put your trash bags yeah, on. Put your Visqueen up. Here we go. It felt, I agreed. I'm like, oh, they've got this talking baby thing. It's the it's the catchphrase. They get it. They know it works. And they're just it's a lazy. ton of money. Yeah. And, and that's the production value because it's fun to watch, even if you don't like the concept. And I think a lot of times polishing a turd, like what happens all the yeah. time, it, it makes it it makes it seem shiny, but it doesn't have any content. You know, right. The first one that stood out to me, uh, aside from the Indiana Jones movie trailer, which made me sad immediately, was the uh, um, and I didn't know that it was going to work as well as it did. Was Bradley Cooper and his mom? I agree. I and thought that was great. That's an example of letting a letting a celebrity be themselves. Yeah, and 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 kind of breaking down the fourth wall. And that happened in a number of of these spots where they kind of wink and a smile to the audience. That, yeah. Hey, you know we spent a lot of money on this, but we want you to buy our product. Right. And it wasn't much more than that. Having he did a great job with his mom. Hammered commercial. Yeah, and I mean, T-Mobile has yeah. T-Mobile has done a great job of making fuchsia or whatever that color is theirs. Right. Because I don't even need to see what's going on. Yeah. I don't need a logo. It's like I, GCU's purple. Yeah, well, it is kind of now. Great job, Louis. Wow. <laughs> Just, I don't know why I was oh, lofting well, that up. up. Wow. Yeah. Find your purpose. That was floating oh, over yeah. like the Chinese balloons. Well done, Louis. <laughs> Shoot that down, Carrie Lake. But yeah, the uh, um, the best part about it is is that that was that moment where I'm like, ah, this. Even if it was forced, and it wasn't, it felt kind of like we tried something, it didn't work. But look at the out. People love outtakes. Burt Reynolds exactly. Introduced that. Yeah, yeah, the outtakes are perfect, and, and yeah. it was kind of lazy directing too because he yeah. probably said, "We're gonna roll. You guys talk and you know make each other laugh." Right. It would have been fun to work on that one. Yeah, and if you get through it, and probably told Bradley like just. Just never let her get through this. Like yeah. the whole, she probably thought there was an actual concept of her doing a spot with her right. son, yeah. uh-huh. and his job was to railroad it. And it was, a, it was. I thought that was the first one that stood out. Where like this I is going to run for a while. I agree, but I'd never it. touched T-Mobile. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then yeah, there's the, that. The, sure, the follow-up is always, would, but would you buy the product? Because that's why you're spending seven million bucks. That's true. But you know what? It made me have a uh, like T-Mobile doesn't bother me. Yeah. So okay. I don't. You know, I would probably oh, be good. like you know a, a thing. I don't want to make any switches in life, so don't pressure me. But if I had to, uh, and then the clueless Silverstone spot was pretty good. But I don't know what Rakuten is. What is? I was going to say. I, I have no don't idea. the Suns have it on their? Yep. Jerseys? I've seen it all over the place. I, see it I don't everywhere. know what they do. And they need to explain that to us. Yeah. And maybe they are explaining it somewhere, but I'm not going to their website. I'm busy looking at the commercial, thinking clueless, fun. She looks great. Yeah. And then I'm like, what the great. hell is Rakuten? Yeah, and, so and are like, you getting deals like? Wayfair, or don't know, Brady. That's no, good. but that was their opportunity to tell two hundred and eight yes. yeah. million people. Yeah, and that, and now we're sitting in the room the next day, going, "Is it this? Is it yeah. that's a fail to me? Yeah. And you spent all that money and you failed." Although yeah, this we, is an agency that's going to get fired, probably because that, that will, yeah, because they didn't get their message across. Or will it be the thing that at least we know the name and people will look it up? Well, unless they're going to do a ton of stuff today, which is possible. Yeah, you know, they could be direct. You, you probably have an email from T-Mobile or some something. Yeah, that you know. could be. That that's kind of the follow up, but I I just don't think so. I think it get got lost with the other fifty commercials. You know what the biggest strikeout to me was mm. for the effort involved was the uh, Caddyshack parodies. I was going to ask you about that because yeah. I'm not a golfer, but I, yeah. I felt like that was targeted to the. I uh, love the golfers. movie. I'm sitting uh, next to Megan, and she goes, "I don't get these," and I'm like, "It's a Caddyshack. What is going on?" In the I don't hallway? know. Turn it down, Rich. Jesus, what a professional operation we got going on! But yeah, the uh, the Caddyshack spots missed uh, anybody under the age of forty. Yeah, all yeah. of. If you're trying yeah. to get the, uh, yeah, you wouldn't understand why Canelo yep. Alvarez is ruining a golf course. All you certainly don't understand why the guy from uh, uh, Succession is uh, 
hitting golf balls into people. And he's right. got the, it didn't make any sense to anybody who hasn't seen Caddyshack. Anyone who hasn't seen Caddyshack is also someone I don't want to be friends with. But <laughs> is it 30 plus or 40 plus? I would say it's 40, 45 plus. It's got to yeah. be 40, 45 plus. Probably. Yeah, Absolutely. maybe. Yeah, that's it. And so that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good three-fourths of that audience. And to people who love Caddyshack, it wasn't funny. Right. Which was the double edge on that one. I thought that was a huge swing and a miss. Well, yeah. it came out in the 80. Yeah, it's a 43-year-old movie. Yeah. So, it came out in Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I mean, you're talking. And, and so the next generation of people were raised on Caddyshack, because I certainly was, you know. 20, well, it's like 15. Will Ferrell and Elf. I mean, you know, Ugh. that every year that comes up, and I'm surprised <laughs> they haven't run it on the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, but that one to me was like, wow, you guys missed the boat on this. This is a very segmented audience of people in their 50s that you're not targeting anymore. And I think the other problem with the celebrity is I, I read the stat that last year and the previous years, about half half and half of the commercials had celebrities or suggestions of celebrities in them. Yeah. Uh, this year it was 70-30. Oh, really? So 70% of the 50 or so spots had some kind of celebrity in them. And, and that's you know they're putting amazing. they're not putting Doug Hopkins in the celebrity category, yeah. but there's there's a lot of people. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> you know I do. TV's Doug. Hopkins. I love TV's Doug Hopkins. But he but he probably wasn't in that percentage. But but three no. fourths and in that in that three fourths mostly women, which is really interesting. Yeah, that but, is true. I didn't even pick that up. See, this is why you get it. Uh, also, here. big ads for Jesus. Do you think Jesus did well yesterday? Hundred million dollars. Well, yeah. the ph- photography was beautiful, and it just yeah. proves that Jesus is a good photographer. <laughs> Well, we've always known this. I, I, I knew that he was a carpenter. The sad but. thing was, he, you know, no one knew what photography was when he was a kid, and he just kept trying to show off, and they thought he was a witchcraft. Right. Like, we can't trust That's him. Right. With the, Three of those were card tricks. Right. So. <laughs> I just, I, I. Uh, I thought those commercials were actually quite beautiful. They were beautiful. Yeah. And I, but, and but that's that groan at the end. Remember I've told you before, yeah. if you go 28, 28 seconds and the logo pops up and it's like, yeah. oh, man. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. You hit it. Jesus. Yeah. And I think that hurts more. I, I think I almost say save your money because if you're going to get a groan at the end, I mean sort of like you know salad bar at Dunkin' Donuts or right. something. You know, that's, when you see a salad bar and a beautiful shot and then you end up yeah. with Dunkin' or, or – Exactly. You know, it's going to say like, don't, don't lie to me. It's it's the uh, yeah exactly. It's uh, uh, well the thing that I get too is that it was on a decadent day, so even people who are kind of fence Let dwellers me. and believers right. are That's sitting a there with point. a mouthful of nachos, six beers deep, going, "Oh yeah, I'm being watched. I'm under surveillance at all times." Right. It kind of stinks for bu- he gets you, and he knows you're a drunk, yeah. so yeah. clean it up. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. Sounds Not- awful, Fegula though. It seems a little Fegula. <laughs> Fegula? <laughs> Isn't that what Mel Brooks would call him? The, Gay? The Fegula? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a Yiddish. You can right. say that. It's Yiddish. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's a Yiddish word. But, but I can say that because my name's Moses. Is yeah, I think I so. Say? I think Moses <laughs> can make Jesus <laughs> jokes. I think that. you can go that route. I think that's biblical what yeah. you just said. But I bet the groan happened in every religion. <laughs> I bet. Oh, absolutely. I bet everybody that got there was like, oh, why'd you why'd you throw that at me? Because they were beautiful. Yeah. Photography was amazing. It was stunning. Yeah. And it was in a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah and think I'm about like, that. Man, they spent like twenty-one more instruction, like maybe go to church yeah. or something. So there it is again. You can't feel, end it. Feel God all over. Right. <laughs> 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 well, some kids have, and they do. <laughs> you feel yeah. it? <laughs> you feel it yet? That's God. <laughs> twenty-one million dollars, and they ran two spots. So they spent fifty million dollars. Well, Jesus is probably printing money. Yeah, so that's true. Not, Jesus does have not use it. They said they raised a hundred million. He's one of the last ones putting cash in his. And Jesus, is, Jesus saves my ass. He's a spender. That's right. Uh, Jesus anyway, saves. Uh, there was a couple others that kind of popped out. The Paramount Mountain one, which I watched earlier, St- Sylvester Stallone, made me giggle. But that's just because Sylvester's just such a cartoon now. 
that that worked out. Well, I like the the farmer's dog spot because I love dogs. That was it great. Was beautiful. The dog ad was good, and that was was that the uh, the dog aging with the girl. She goes yes. off to college, and yeah, then and you see through the dog's eyes yeah. at the end. It was yeah, I beautiful, loved that. Beautiful. That actually uh, made me emotional, and I'm too dog friendly. I hated those dog and babies. I thought that was a Planned Parenthood ad. I had my fingers crossed. Uh, like, you want this to be around you forever? No, it's a oh, E-Trade. But the dog, dog one, my eyes welled up. When they when they cut to the dog's perspective it's of the, the same thing. has yeah. yeah. Well, even beyond that, but they went to the thing. Yeah. This is what the dog saw the whole time. Yeah. He looked at her as a right. kid, and he looked at her as an adult, and it just yeah. flashed by him. I thought it was excellent. Brilliant. Yeah. And yeah. what was the product? Pet, the farmer's dog. Farmer's dog. It's a pet food company. It's pet food. Okay. Yeah. I use them. They're fantastic, by yeah. the way. Uh, and have you ever tasted it yourself? It's not bad. Yeah. I have actually. It's not I bet bad. You did. It was. Uh, it's it's really good food, mm-hmm. and the dog goes crazy. For it. Uh, the Zoolander stuff with Ben Stiller and Pepsi and Steve Martin saying acting is hard, but we or is it? Am I? Yeah, I, I thought pretty good. Steve was great. Yeah, yeah, I like both of those. Yeah, um, but there, it's Pepsi. I mean, why, why does Pepsi have to fight for people? I guess Coke's kicking their ass. Maybe I think it's more the distribution. It's like who, you know, what state owns Coke and what state owns Pepsi? I mean, they're very competitive like that. Yeah. And they have all the ancillary products too. So Pepsi's kind of the lead in to get all the waters and juices and all that stuff. Yeah. And then and then we started getting into uh, some of the ones where I'm just John like, Hamm and Brie Larson for the Hellman's mayonnaise. Yeah, kind of clever. I like that yeah. one. Wasn't great, but Hellman's mayonnaise again is not something I'm going to buy. So it didn't interest me because I don't like mayonnaise, but. Did you like? I the, think it was, uh, was it best foods. Is that held? Is that the same thing? That's yeah. Like okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did I like the Doritos? The best. The Breaking Bad. The, no, the Doritos with the triangle. The the, the punchline at the oh, end was Elton John. Wins. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, who was? It was uh, Jack Harlow. Jack was the, Harlow, the, the right, Triangle yeah. player. Yeah. And that. Yeah. It was. Uh, but it still looked like a client interfered at the end. Like there, these concepts are such high concept, obviously, because they have really intelligent and clever people working on mm-hmm. them all year long. Is that when it gets in the boardroom and the client says, we just need to say more of this or we need to depict more of this, you start stacking on and it, it, yeah. that's what ruins it. I mean, you, you need to simplify, not complicate. That one to me felt, I, I wouldn't have gone boardroom until you said it, felt like they were saying, I don't think anyone knows who Jack Harlow is. Possibly. So then they got Elton John to guarantee yeah. double audience. Right. And the, when you start stacking on, it's like trying to add more people on the floor. You get five people on the floor in basketball. Yeah. You can't keep – you can't put number six and number seven, number <laughs> right. eight because it messes everything up and it's against the rules. And they keep breaking the rules thinking, well, we have this 30 seconds and we have seven million. So we need to tell them everything yeah. about us. And that yeah. is absolutely the wrong way to go. It's too much information and people kind of tune out when they get it yeah, over. go get a nacho. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, there was a couple others in their Bass Pro Shop threw money at this for no reason at all. Um, Adam Driver in Squarespace. It almost felt like they should have done that five years ago. Adam Driver's kind of like, oh, yeah, Adam Driver. And Another beautifully shot spot, too, yeah. the Adam Driver spot. Yeah, it was really good, but I don't know if that's a thing. I like the Will Ferrell one. Um, 72 Sold was in there. Don't, don't I, Yeah, 72 Sold popped up a couple of times. They're going to hand it to him, man. They yeah. threw some cash at that. Uh, production was horrible, but. Desert Financial. They spent some money. Did a really high end production. production Do you guys know what the local spots cost? That's what I was going to ask you. No idea. I'm I'm not sure because they sold out really fast. So I'm guessing. Six? Hundred? Yeah, maybe under a million. I was going to say between 750 and a million. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Uh, A few others that kind of popped up the. um, Workday with Ozzy. Workday with Ozzy. I'd seen that one before and I liked that, but it made me sad again. I don't like watching. People that I know, rock he looks so uncomfortable. The Paul Stanley stuff was funny when I mean he he can move, 
Ozzy was just hard to look at. And yeah, I'm struggling I know. I, with I that. Feel, yeah. I feel like we're aging the same way. I'm, yeah. going, I'm getting more and more round. I'm <laughs> a question mark. Out. I'm a question mark. But I did laugh out loud at Diddy doesn't do jingles. Yeah. I laughed out I loud. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty funny because it was a familiarity of everything. It was right. like pop songs we all heard before. So it was like a pretty solid one. Crown Royal, the Dave Grohl. Oh, yeah. that was a great idea. Thanking Canada. Yeah, I like that, except for Screw Canada. I don't care about Canada. They invented football, my ass. You are a mean... I love Dave Grohl, but don't tell me Canada's important today. This is American Football Day. He's just trying to sell tickets. Yeah, I know. Communism, that's what I saw. Uh, Miles Teller and his beautiful wife dancing to the Bud Light Hold music, for some reason, was like, that just seemed fun. Yeah, I think Miles Teller's so likable. Right, and that's a simple concept, and that's what I mean about these spots. I think there's... Way too much overthinking of people don't understand this and you know analyzing it as opposed to just finding a simple direction and sticking with it and and yeah. fighting for that concept to stay simple. The one, one that um, got us was uh, it wasn't like the, the ad. You didn't know it was an ad right away because we were streaming it out outside. We had one set up yeah. out there. The Tubi commercial. Do you fell for on. that? The to, crowd to the people fell were for like, that. oh, because it went out one time. Yeah. The crowd fell for it. It looks like it goes to your selection screen and then chooses Uh-oh, another. Oh, who hit the remote? Oh, yes. The yes. people at the bar. The, screen. Right. the people at the bar were yeah, like, oh, we fell come for on. We, we were yelling wow. at Kevin. I, yeah, I did, not, uh, I did not fall for that. And I was upset at the people who did. So you need to take a laugh. Because <laughs> I'm in the bar. I'm like, guys, drop and give me come 20. On. We how, were giving him a hard time. He was checking his pocket. I thought the same thing. I thought this is a clever way to get everybody to yell at the TV yeah. set, yeah, you know? but or their phone. I guess I like the the Blue Moon commercial where it was uh, oh, Coors Light and Miller Light fighting each fighting, other. And at yeah. the end, it's like, oh, it's a Blue Moon commercial. It's like, oh wow. Okay. I was going to ask you about that. That runs yeah. the risk of talking about the competition too much, but it's right. the same company. But yeah, they it's exactly. they're all under the same umbrella. Thing. Do you think that the the crowd that you were with? Do you think most of them knew that that, that it was the same company? No, I, I don't no. think people. I, don't think, I didn't know Coors and Miller was until somebody said they're all owned by the same. Yeah, I didn't place know now. Stella was part know. of uh, Budweiser. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that happened. Well, they're almost all, there's like two yeah. major right. companies now that own beer. They're so that was like kind of agency one. organizations. There's only two companies left, and there's everybody's kind of feeding off the one. Yeah. The one Mother. That was clever to me because I think you're right. Nobody knows. And you got Coors, you got Miller, and you got Blue Moon in the yeah. same And avenue. it doesn't matter. You're going to buy from our company, so right. we'll just yeah. I'm, we'll I'm take so it. I'm so sensitive to how the clients react to things that, that my, my reaction to that one was, man, somebody just hit a home run with the, in the client's mind because yeah. you've got three things for the price of one. And yeah. nobody – most people – and they probably did some research to find out most people do not know that those companies are related. Yeah. So it felt like, wow, that's clever showing the competition. Yeah. It seems like yeah. so much really is being, it almost seems like it's edgy, but it's, not. Yeah, it's uh, not. Louis Moses is here. He's a god of marketing. He's been here for, what, 57 years now? Something like that. <laughs> is that about right? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Diddy don't do. Diddy don't do timelines. Uh, uh, the NFL women's football commercial just flat made me nervous that they're going to have a WNFL soon. Yes. And, and I can't even <laughs> grasp the idea of them wasting money on that Not mess. flag football? You don't no. think flag football is No. No. Okay. No. No NFL women's football. Please. No one wants it. No one's clamoring for it. Women won't watch it. They've proven that with the WNBA. More men watch the WNBA than women. It's the biggest failure in, uh, in, in women's rights, in the history of women's rights. It's worse than before they could vote. It's subsidized by men. And they yell all the time that we don't support them. And the women are the ones not supporting them. So it's on them. No WNFL. I've made my point. Good rant. I, I agree with <laughs> yeah. you. But, yeah. do, but you John, do you want to watch do you, it? Do you believe, though, that people are saying the same thing? Because the owner, yes. the new owner, had to 
got to pay less because he took the mercury with the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that? Isn't that true? I thought I heard that yeah. first on your show. I oh, think here I said there. they actually said if you include the mercury, we'll knock a billion off. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's okay, right. That seems reasonable. Well, see, I think that's they my said research. You can only buy it if you take the mercury. Yeah, well, you will no, throw that's, them in. That's probably true. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. a throw in. Yeah. You can't help. You buy the suns, you're like, what's this over here? Oh, that's part of it. Well, Kevin Ray had to do their announcing just oh. to get the, the chance to do the suns. He announcing. won't talk openly about it. That's when I become brand liability, but I'm like, worst years of your career, right? He goes, I really enjoyed it. I'm like, Kevin, That's right. stop it. You did. She's a great friend, Diana Taurasi. Doesn't mean she's good at basketball. Yeah. She's great. I they tell had you. to buy it as is. Yeah, awful. Yeah, it is. It's finding that special door in the house you just bought. That's like, oh, look. I didn't even know this closet was here. Yeah. Came with it. That's right. It's filled with broccoli. Yeah. Or when the old owners leave a lawnmower. Like, oh, this is great. How about <laughs> my, how about my, um, my Rudolph? Rudolph. She did clams. Did you see? Yeah, yeah. The my M&M, Maya's. So that M M&M and M thing started when um, when Tucker Carlson was upset. Because yes, that one went. The, the, the one green M M&M and M can't be a whore. Oh, oh, it can't yeah, be. Can't be a whore. Was wearing go-go boots. I thought he thought it, they made her change. Ooh, the, well, he made a big deal about like them feminine them up and like oh yeah yeah woke in the M and M's and that's when that's I'm I'm I don't, I'm not for the woke culture but I'm also not for overreacting to things that don't really matter and the M and M's being dressed either way doesn't affect well getting anyone. Carlson Tucker Tucker Carlson yeah. involved in anything pisses me off I <laughs> I think he should just stay the f out of it I find him. Endlessly entertaining, the same way. You I think, think he's cute? I think he's adorable, and I want to take a walk through the friendship gardens with him. But I, I, I find him endlessly entertaining because he picks those moments to act like it's actually bothering us. And the right. reason I find it entertaining, selective hurtness. People yeah. like it, yeah. And and they'll go, I wasn't mad about that until Tucker Carlson told me so. But that's Fox people love it. Yeah. You can't say everybody loves. There's it. a lot of them. That Rachel is true, Maddow. but everybody, there's a lot. Well, there's not a lot of Rachel Maddow. Like, like if she goes off on something, nobody cares. Right. Nobody's really paying but attention. But Tucker Carlson does it, and the base gets all fired up, and then people are like, I think we're mad about M&Ms being not whores. I was and only like, happy because it was in the marketing world because yeah. then, then, then there's another – You know, that's what the trend jacking is. is, yeah. is uh, you know, it jump expands. On, yeah, jump on something that's, that's really trendy, and we'll make a name for it. Try to get news outlets to say, can you believe this? Is trend jacking, right? right. And mm-hmm. so you get Tucker Carlson fired up. He'll do three nights of free advertising <laughs> right. for clam M&M's. Sure. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. And that's the funny part is like no one's mad that the green M&M can or cannot wear go-go boots. I don't know who was mad she had them on. I don't know who's mad that they're off. It's just because it was labeled as a woke move. Right. You know, and, right. and companies trying to be woke – there's enough people out there that say, okay, now we have to we have to cancel them. Right. So they they have they have names and labels for every yeah. thing you can think of. And half of it is them trying to be a little woke to get the attention to just go back to normal. It's right. the old Coke, new Coke thing. Yes. It's like if we can just uh-huh. piss them off a little bit, our name will fly all over. Then we'll bring them back the M and M's and the right. clam M and M's aren't real. Well, that's how the Kardashian Kardashians made their their millions is is just trying to have somebody jump on a trend. Well, you know, and they've already jumped off, but they're, you know, like Devin Booker. He was the yeah. trend for a while, and now yeah. they jumped off him. Well, they jumped on him for a while. Lucky man. Yeah. And he and was the, happy when they were yeah, on him. He had the him. general one. And the better part is that I think, you mis- I think you mistook why they became famous. There was a different video. It wasn't a commercial, and it, it really launched them. Well, to I, I would call, you call it a video. I still call it a commercial. The first it, Kardashian. There's, there's, it did there's selling going on, and there's and then there's a call to action. That is, way. boy, there was a couple of times, yeah. maybe in the same day. Uh, and then uh, there was a thing that said, uh, "Here's what I wrote about the last Jesus ad." It said, "Jesus loved people we hate. So what? Leave me alone right now. I'm watching football. That's right. It's Jesus to got football. to me. Jesus got to me in the second one. It's like that's enough." Uh, well, Melissa- I think Jesus spots wanted to make us mad too. I think there was a part of that that thought 
the 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 loyal following of to Jesus could help turn people you know onto it turn people to a new leaf yeah. by at least acknowledging that that the Jesus Does gets create, and I also think there's an idea that people who know that uh, the, you know the whole thing's kind of going the wrong direction is to start bringing Jesus around to bad parties. You know, you start introducing Jesus into things that people are like, and then you do get that guy in the fence who's like, things aren't going yeah. well. He's six or seven beers in. He's yeah, not right. happy. And then all of a sudden, Jesus shows up. And he just starts popping by things that aren't comfortable. Can you believe Prisons? We're talking he's all over about that. Jesus I know. There's, but he, there's they did a good the job. Deal. Brady is so right. happy of it. Yeah, he's I know. He's thrilled. This is amazing. But we, I can talk you out of it in like three minutes, and, you, and nobody's ever had an answer for it. No, me, you so. can't, bro. I can. You're just too stubborn to admit that it's. Yeah, we'll ah, he's bringing logic to the party. Yeah. I can't stand <laughs> this. Just go to Phoenix Children's Hospital, and you'll believe in Jesus, right? Okay. Damn it all. That was beautiful. Well said. Uh, Mr. Peanuts Roast was also a great concept. No pants. That was yeah, funny. Great joke. No pants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, my favorite did you go, line. Did you go to the, um, the real I saw about roast? Peanut four roast? minutes no. of the real I'd like roast. to watch it. Yeah, me too. Probably celebrity ridden. But the first joke was hilarious to me when Jeff Ross turns and he goes, hey, I know you're in a hurry. you got some brownies to ruin. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, I hate nuts and brownies. Jeffrey, uh, was, uh, I watched about great. four great. minutes of it. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty good. And then the first uh, <clears throat> girl he brings up does a uh, really good job and yeah. i forget her name yeah it was it was a it was i like the concept of roasting mr peanut Me that too. was very funny uh the sarah mclaughlin wolf thing i'm not sure that who are your top how, how about michael jordan coming up with a with a movie the movie mike <coughs> or air or whatever it's, it's called, called air yeah, yeah with yeah. damon and affleck i was ready to buy it right then i mean yeah. i just yeah. as much as i love that stuff i uh i pretty much thought this is the first movie I want to see in a long time. And it yes. was kind of cool yes. because that uh, HBO series kind of touched on that. Yeah. In one of the uh... Just real quick, on, but that was trying to get Magic and Larry. That yeah. was before Michael. So but Nike tried to like get Magic. Yeah. Knowing the background of it. Yeah. That they had already kind of developed a name. Now we really have to strike and they grabbed yeah. Michael. I, I was the same. I watched that and I'm like, I didn't know they were making this. Um, but remember that one of the keys to try to accomplish as a Super Bowl ad is to break through the clutter because it's usually people talking. <clears throat> and and yeah. you know you're in a situation where other people are making noise and everything else. So so some of the more thoughtful, heady spots don't work. Yeah. They'll work in the next few weeks, but during Super Bowl, everybody's you know trying to drink and eat. And, right. You know, or very, a bar party like we were, where yeah. they were very hard to follow the commercials. Right. Were there, there was there subtitles on the, on on your set? No, it was loud. We you could hear it. It's just oh, you know good. you're in a buzz room. Yeah. You sit and turn. You're, you're you're socializing more yeah, than you, you are. Yeah, and you create watching. spots differently in that environment, which is such so rare yeah. that you have you know millions of people watching. So that's that's the job of a Super Bowl spot is to try to break through, and then and then super production value yeah. on top of it. And that's majority of the watching is yes. that is yes. crowds, so many outside. Crowds, yeah. So right. when you go back and you're like, oh, I really like this commercial because you're focusing in on it sure and but espn really will run some yeah. yeah yeah this next couple of weeks we'll we'll watch spots and go like oh you know what i said i didn't like that but now upon yeah. further review these it's jokes better. are funny it's well written um the the last few that uh the u2 ad with that weird baby made me uncomfortable they're doing yeah. hot tongue baby and they're ugh. uh sketcher snoop dog spot was pretty funny i like just seeing snoop dog do anything so yeah. that i didn't even care was but that I, that he's such martha a whore now. yeah he's a whore <laughs> and martha stewart he's a real gangster yeah. sketcher yeah. slip on and then he gets reprimanded by martha stewart yeah but she's done that she's done that same sort of like shake her finger at Snoop for, for yeah. three or four years now. I, it's I guess it's they're one thing. They're kind of a married couple yeah. now. They're That's kind of they, I kind of like them. He's and then, that. It's cute in a gross way. The one that I really thought was weird to me was Zach Braff, John Travolta, and uh, 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 the Grease Daniel. Oh yeah, John Travolta. 
Yeah, when they when they did the uh, the Grease thing. Summer Lovin'. Was it T-Mobile again? I can't even stand up for that, and it's Travolta. It's so it's auto-tuned. The internet. Yeah. It hurt my ears. Yeah, and this is an Italian thing yeah. I've done it's with Travolta. Everything, yeah, everything relates to being a yeah, yeah. I tell you what. It's a fact. <laughs> I can't even stick up for him. But the, uh, yeah, I? that got so auto-tuned, like I could hear the auto-tune. And I, like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it, yeah. it made me cringe. I'm like, the John Travolta's voice was not. It was like Stephen Hawking in certain points. He was right. evidently can't sing anymore. I couldn't take my eyes off his bald head. I like the bald head. Yeah, I, I think enjoyed that's a good, 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 good look for him. But uh, I don't know if that uh, people will remember it. But my beef was the auto tune made the audio sound like garbage. Well, I think it started off with here's the concept. Somebody said, "Tell me more." So we just need somebody to tell me more. And somebody said that yeah. was that's a line in a, an is. old song that was yeah. popular, and that's kind of how that creative happened. Yeah. Um, but then when you look at it all produced, you think like, where the, who are they targeting? Because yeah. Tell Me More, that Brief. song is like from the 70s, right? Well, the movie, yeah, with Travolta would yeah. remind you of the 77 or something like that. Yeah, right. So, yeah. But it's, I mean, Most it your lived on born. through the 90s. Yeah, probably not. You know. Um, and do, then, you uh, the, do you think there's anything to the um, more commercials breaking the fourth wall and just kind of wink and nod to the audience? Because I think I that's like how that. they get away with, you know, this generation doesn't like advertising. If we acknowledge – right. And it feels like a number of spots did that. We acknowledge that, hey, we're spending a lot of money and we want to, you know, we, we want to sell you on something. Right. It takes the sting out of it being commercial. Like the Lord Christ. Right. The way he did it. <laughs> the way Jesus. Jesus. Do you think Christ. Jesus had a director or was that just showed up as a commercial? I don't think it was easy to direct. I, I wonder know. if it was just like, just by they the They did, ass. but the guy washed his hands of it after. Yeah, of course he did. And I, I, I have to I've wonder. I've washed many feet of clients <laughs> to get my way. <laughs> I wonder if they just didn't have anything and Jesus was like, trust me. When it's game time, you'll see. And then the commercial just appeared. Nobody actually did any work on it. It was just Jesus doing his work. Of course not. He wasn't really involved. We'll get into that another time. Uh, but uh, then I started to you know, kind of get into the, the SmackDown commercial was good. Uh, my favorite one of the night, and it's just because of me, oh, yeah? was Breaking Bad. Uh, and I watched that before. And Tuco, if you're a fan of the show, Tuco saying tight, tight, tight is the moment that Walt and Jesse bonded. Yes. In the real show. Yeah. So that Doritos thing. I had to read that, though. I didn't know Yeah, that. I know. And if you didn't watch the show. Popcorn, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's the, or whatever it was. Wasn't it Doritos? Popcorners. Yeah, the, but they're Doritos, aren't they? Or are they, is it Popcorners a company? Oh, I don't a know. company, yeah. Either way, I loved every second of watching those guys do stuff. So when that comes up, that'll, I'll remember that again. Because that was awesome. They, they went back to their look. Yeah. Everything was perfect. It looked amazing. And Tuco is one of my favorite TV characters. So My favorite spot, and I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't mention this. As the Amazon boxes stack up in front of my door, was the Amazon spot with the dog. And I love that one. Awesome. Hands down. Amazing. It almost yeah. made me cry. Where the old dog was tearing up the house because everybody yeah. left COVID. They, they, they covered three years. Like yes. everybody was home. He was happy. They all right. went back to work, went back it's to school. a great school. story. And that He's, was a way to use 30 seconds. It was right? great. Yeah. And it was alone all day. And then they bring him home a puppy instead of getting rid of him, which is right. great. And the twist was so – it wasn't obvious. Yeah. It was so subtle that it worked perfectly. Yeah. They bought the kennel. You're yeah. like, oh, they're just going to box him up all That's day. I thought bastards. I was getting and then missed. That little yep, dog comes out. Twist. Yeah, that was a pretty good one too. Yeah. And that was Amazon, yeah. Uh, out of all of them, where, where are you going? Who won? I think the Amazon one was really good. The planters um, made me laugh. Will Ferrell made me laugh yep. at the the electric vehicle. Going through the um, movie sets. Yeah, right. Yeah. But other than those three or four, I think there are probably 30 duds. I think yeah. they, they tried really hard. They spent the money. But as they rounded the edges, as the clients probably rounded the edges, uh, they took the guts out of a lot of the spots. Yeah. And there's people like me talking about them all day today. Yeah. And, and a lot of the people that worked on those are saying, well, we wanted to do this or we were going right. to do this or we, our and first cut was this. The other yeah. And the business side spoke up. Who do you think was the big like swing and miss? I think that 
Pepsi, maybe? You know, the Pepsi stuff? Pepsi probably. Yeah, they yeah, spent a lot of money in the It was early. Ant-Man and some other. Oh, oh no, that's no, right. No, Ant-Man was Ant-Man Heineken. was Heineken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the other this? one was Remy Martin with uh, Venus Williams came out and gave Pepsi. a uh, – was Ben Stiller and Steve Oh, Martin. yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Actors. Yeah, I, but the uh, – yeah, the Remy Martin pep talk in the locker room and then it's for – alcohol and i'm like that was odd like that was and venus williams telling everybody they can do whatever they want and all this stuff and they're like now let's go have a let's go have a really yeah. stiff shot of this right stuff. that was confusing i yeah. bet if we watched it again we'd still get lost yeah i didn't get that yeah i, I thought the i think the winners were the ones that were basic and, and how many different to... agencies do you think are making these commercials you said i know it's narrowed down is there like only five different agencies that did all of those commercials or well there's probably five holding companies and in those five holding companies there's probably 10 creative agencies so i would guess a dozen or so agencies worked on all these spots because there's many of the agencies nowadays that are doing two or three of these each each year so they're working on them all year long and that's just brutal i mean they're going 11 and a half 12 months into it you know they're working today on new. yeah like you you say you want to say 30 seconds right now they start they're not fired and there's people that are their heads are rolling today two i wanted to bring up before you go dexcom the new treatment for diabetes Oh, yes. Made me feel like, hey, fat America, it's getting easier to be diabetic. Isn't that great? I hate that commercial. Yeah, was, because, was that the only prescription drug? I, I mean, I think I didn't there were see a couple a of them. Yeah, there were a couple, but I, that was, There was yeah. one for hot flashes. I'm serious. Oh, yes. Was, yeah. yeah. And it's three MS or something like that. No. Three uh, initials. Uh, there was a Tokyoton or something like that, yeah, too. There was something there, there, that, yeah. that was... Uh, I can't remember what it was called. That wrote... Oh, uh, uh, Sati... Q, Satitu, Satik So Tik you. So Tik two is what it's called. Psoriasis. Oh, for psoriasis. They did a psoriasis thing. Well, those are the guys that have the most money, but they, they didn't they didn't even offer up anything interesting. Yeah. And then so they uh, lost. The last one was our friends at uh, FanDuel doing the uh, kick of destiny. And they got their money's worth going into that. That little seven second weirdness of him kicking the ball and the yeah, missing. And like, okay, that's yeah. over. Yeah. The build up for that was Fantastic. Yeah, I'd like to see, like, from a 360 standpoint, how they surrounded that for the last couple of weeks. Because yeah. I feel like I couldn't get away from the, from Gronk. Right. He was, seems to be in every Everywhere. spot. I didn't get that with Shaq. I mean, I know it's not his sport. But, right. But Gronk really just, he, he sold himself every corner on, yep. on every corner. And the know. kick of destiny was a complete goof. I right. thought he made it, didn't care. And they said, I no, he missed it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, so did I. Looks, I thought it went through. It he was, was hugging everybody like he did, but I think he likes that. Yeah, I think he likes he, it. He likes, that he likes contact from humans. He's like a puppy. <laughs> oh, he likes He's not that a too. bright man. Yeah. He has uh, a dog. There you go, Louis. It's always a pleasure to have you here, and uh, it's always fun to talk about this stuff because this is this is America where we complain that the egg prices are too high, and somebody uh, we probably just had a billion dollars in ad buys for one day. So it's a lot of boxes complaining they didn't make any money. Yeah, they're, they're saying I, yeah they're breaking it back like yeah. they, it was cost us too much to put this together. Yeah, unless well, they gave Rihanna twenty one million dollars for every second. That's your fault. Did you like the halftime show? Um, yeah, I liked it. It was good. It was a lot of sperms and I wish, I wish it was more aerial shots though. I think I think that yeah. one of the cool things is that Busby Berkeley kind of thing where all these people move together and and, and yeah. create this this flow is pretty cool. I just yeah. kept waiting for someone else to come in like a collab yeah. or something like that. Well, I told Brett, all... I looked at Brett the whole time we talked about it this morning, and he's not laughing. And I walked over to him, why aren't you laughing at this? And he goes, why would I? And I said, this is the most rhythmic clan rally I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> like It was the best. I, from the overhead shot, I'm like, my God, somebody else has to see this. Am I the only weirdo that's seeing what I'm seeing? But I kept thinking she was going to rip off this 
bulbous costumes. And give birth. Yeah. That would have been fantastic. That, now the that's the a half girls pulled up and showed their yeah. jog bras. <laughs> She's ready. The water breaks right on stage, and we're doing it. I saw the guys in the jog bras. That was odd. Uh, Louis, it's always good. Thank Louis you. Moses comes every year and uh, and brings us this glorious thing, just like Santa Claus. Once a year, you pop by, you bring us some stuff. and Eat, uh, eat your cookies and leave. That's exactly it. And breaks down the game within the game, which are the ads. And this year, what's your grade for the whole thing? I think it's a C minus. Yeah, to where I was you know, too. But average, a little bit less than average. And yeah. it just it, it bugs me that there's so much money being spent and people are overthinking it, overproducing it. Yeah. You know, trying to do too much. And it was all meh. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stinks. Always so. good to have you here. Uh, we need to go grab a beer. It's Louis Moses, everybody, our commercial marketing guru genius. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Here we go. Fresh off of his huge ad successes, Jesus Christ now touches Brady. Jesus is marketing firm now available for your products as well if you'd like to throw a little Christ out there. You're getting $50 million just for ad time for the Jesus ads, which tells me these churches have an awful lot of cash they could be given to poor people, and they'd instead like to just tell you about them. Crazy. Uh, anything. Next year it'll be Obey Your Savior. <laughs> dance everyone dance jesus says yeah i think that louis was dead on on that one i was like wow these are really neat com- oh christ <laughs> it was perfect uh the what would brady do is brought to you by our friends over at mo money pawn mmp guns right there inside 12th street and indian school if you want to go over there uh and check out all they've got to offer plus all the ammo you could ever imagine the prices are better than most everywhere else you'll ever go and brett built a gun there they have all the experts in the world that'll walk you right through the ar-15 build a gun program like- i got th- two or three more classes scheduled for that so if you, you want to get on contact them it's like build a bear yeah. only with guns it's awesome yeah and it's amazing and they teach you everything you need to know and it's also going to teach you a little safety along the way mm-hmm. as you're building it you can understand the weapon better and uh, you don't spend as much money when you build it yourself. Right. And all the techs and pros that they've got there will make sure that that thing is just as perfect as it gets. Check them out. 12th Street and Indian School MMP Guns right there inside of Mo Money Pond. Go to MoMoneyPond.com. Thank you, uh, gentlemen, for helping us out. And ladies. Uh, you ready, Brady? Ready. You got the power of the Lord in this uh, four minutes of commercials. Dropped 100 million, month. man. Crazy. Uh, dear Brady, I farted in front of my boyfriend of three months. I thought we were ready to have those moments. Uh, he got up off the couch, walked away, and dead seriously said, I'm not going to talk to you for a little bit. I have to think about things. <laughs> I think he's going to break up with me. I thought we were way past this. How do I fix this? I really do like this guy. I didn't realize he was serious about the no farting rule, Sarah. Sarah, first of all, there is never a, okay, I think it's okay to go. For for women, it has to be an accident. That's the only thing. If you farted on him, yeah. you fixed like three it yourself. Months early, it's over. You're... Three months. Ever. I was just going to say, did Megan write this email in? Yeah, no. Uh, look, if she ever unload, <laughs> Hi, Cordell and Cordell, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is uh, not, uh, this is over, over. That is a, uh, you can do it. You, I could walk in and watch her just tugging wangs like crazy and we'd have a talk. If she farts on me, it's over. <laughs> She's just ripping wang. Bang, bang, but what am I walking into here? This is a horror festival. I'm like, all right, you still got it. You still got it, kid. Farting on me on purpose? I already had a sister. We don't do that. You wandering around the house with... Why don't we go out to dinner anymore? Because you're a pig. I don't want to take in public. <laughs> Stop treating each other like brother and sister. Have some respect. Buttholes are for private rooms only. It's not a giggle fest. Sorry, Brady. It's not a giggle festival. That you're supposed to fart on your wife and then laugh, and then she farts back on you. Guess what? 
your fifth graders. And then you wonder why you don't get blown anymore. She won't go down on me. Oh, really? Only I can giggle. Yeah, you laugh at every fart. But you wonder why every guy I ever talks to, my wife and I just don't have any sex anymore. It's all over. Hey, farting all over? I mean, we were married for a long time. See, we farted. Well, of course. Why would she want to go down by that open mine? There's there's toxic fumes shooting out of The canaries are dying. Show some respect. You want to spend time down on her if she's farting all over you? No. That's an area we put our face. Methane can kill. Yeah. If she farted on a plate, would it be funny? Because basically that whole area down there is a dinner to me. All edible. Wow. You know, that's, if that's she, a... Thank you, Brad. I've never realized I that. I make but a lot is, of sense. Yes. If she farted in the fridge, yeah. like, you're farting on the food. It's the same thing. That's food to me. Mind blown. That's Thank you. Great. You don't fart on the food. And I eat that stuff. That's Those are my cucumbers. Quit farting on them. Brady, go ahead. Tell her it's okay. I told her no. Yeah, that guy's uh, out. Three months is too you early. You lost him. Three months? And he usually thinks farts are funny, too. Still, Say it again, he's Brady. reviewing. Three months is too early. It's too early. But there is no proper time. No, not for girls. Never yeah. is the answer. You act like a lady. You be a lady. You want to fart on each other, call KDKB, ask Mo for some directions to one of her parties, and you guys can lesbian fart all over each other. But uh, not where I eat. You don't uh, fart on my food. I don't do it. I do it out of respect back. I'm not farting all over you because I want you to eat. I, don't I want can't you to say think about I do, that. you know, you know. Uh, I, I do it every now and then at the home, but that's a man's job. No, it's not. Women don't do that. Do you get do you get all the blowjobs you want, or is it kind of dried up? Um, yeah, exactly. You know, Thank you, Brad. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe, I get plenty, maybe if you kept plenty. the one. Yeah, no. <laughs> Here we go, Jim. We got a guy who's going to tell you, right? He's got a problem. Oh, look, there's no way. I get plenty. No, you don't. <laughs> That's my standard answer. Gas and farts all over her in that CPAP. There is no reason for her to. That's like wandering around the Lost Dutchman and seeing a hole in the ground going, let's get in. Danger. Don't fart on the food. We eat down there. She eats down there. You want her to eat down there. You need to keep your restaurant clean. Think of your genitals as a restaurant and the and the anus is the kitchen. It needs to be spotless for people to eat in your restaurant. God damn it. Do I have to explain everything to these people? <laughs> Sometimes you can't help it. Says every guy with a blown out anus. You can too. It's called clinching it up. Brady's God gave you a sphincter. Close it. Have some decency. Wander off into the back room. Unload into a pillow or something. I don't know what you do. Wait until you're quiet. around your guy friends. Keep it class. Yeah, fart on your guy friends. I don't want you eating in my restaurant. I don't care. I want you to think of it as disgusting. We do that in this room. Absolutely. It's like, right. This is where we let yeah. loose. None of you guys are invited to my restaurant. I don't want your mouth down around that area. I want to keep you away. It's a deterrent. <laughs> yeah, that is my raid, and you are the roaches. For her? I start farting on her. She's like, that's the area I like to eat. Your kitchen is filthy. <laughs> anyway, well, you blow me no more. <laughs> You're a pig. <laughs> Farting on the food. Uh, dear Brady, my son's getting two Fs at school. He's 13. And he's got nothing he loves. We can't take anything away. Try to take away his iPad, his video games, nothing. This kid is a stone. How do I punish my passionless child? <laughs> Todd. That's a tough one. It is a tough one because you eventually you got to find there's something that he gotta likes. Something to, uh, to, to take away. Um I, man, that's amazing that he the iPad or phone at thirteen. He's got gotcha. you. If it's like, all right, 
I'll figure something to do. Passionless boy. I see. um I would uh, one get together with his teacher. The both you, you know, both parents, if whatever, right. and you sit down with a teacher and say, okay, what seems to be the problem here? Yeah, what's he doing wrong? And see if he can get. Uh, but don't blame the teacher. No, it's yeah. not the teacher. Right. It's like what 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 do we need to do? He's not turning things in, or you know, what's the deal behind it? Yeah, what's wrong with him? What are you seeing? Tell me what's going on with him. Is he disruptive? Is he? he yeah, sounds like because maybe there's something you don't know about his uh, behavior in yeah. class. It's uh, you know, to get an F, you're yeah. you're basically not. Doing you're not doing anything. anything. My prediction, because I kind of I I have a pretty good eye on society. They'll diagnose him with something. And the parents will be like, oh, it's not. It's never the kid's fault. That he's kind of, it's, your, kid, your kid sounds a little dopey. He doesn't like iPads. You take my iPad and my phone away, I'm going to start behaving better. 13-year-old kid, that's their life. You take that it away is. from him. I don't understand why he's so Very passionate. effective for us uh, so he's, two weeks ago with yeah. Kirby. Oh, yeah. You knock Kirby's life into turmoil, take away her electronics. All kids are that way. If he's acting like it doesn't bother him, like, man, whatever. Okay. So then you got to either start embarrassing him or diagnose him with, like, Asperger's or something. That's what they'll do. They'll take him to a doctor. It's not their fault that he's passionless. But he's got no life. He's just kind of dead inside. Um, the embarrassing. Other, you know, here's the other thing, too. might be worth a try. If he really likes the school where he's at. Yeah. And he's he likes it so much that he's just not applying himself to the school thing. He just likes the so- social part of it. Yeah. Threaten to, uh, or you know, take a look at another school, move to another military school. school. That was Westwood. Yeah, <laughs> send him to Westwood. There you go. <laughs> That's the. Uh... I got a chill when you said that, Brett. Uh-huh. I swear, Dad, that I'm might home. be too extreme. I mean, maybe Tempe first. Let's not jump right to Westwood. Next thing you know, you'll be saying Mesa. For God's sakes, <laughs> this poor kid's going to be a jackrabbit. Ugh. The danger of that is he likes that better and joins a gang. That's true. Yeah, you got to be careful with yeah. this. You got to find why your kid's a deadbeat. In beat. your area. My guess is you guys aren't entertaining parents. And you've raised a boring kid. Or spend more time with them on the, um, you know, dive in and check out. You got homework today? Yeah. Did you put it in? Help them do it. Did you turn it in? Do like good parents used to do back when I was a kid and sit down and help them do it. My mom used to do some of my homework for me just to get through it. It was great. I understood it. She knew I wasn't dumb. She said it. All right. You got 400 problems to do. Do you know how to do them? She'd, I'd prove that I did, and then she'd, she'd knock them out. She stayed fresh with it. It was great. And if you don't have time for it. You do. Which, you is, shouldn't have which had is ridiculous. Yeah. Chat GPT. I agree with that. Chat GPT is another answer. But he's already got two Fs. Yeah. <laughs> kid's, kid's too dumb to work it. you got kind of a dumb kid, it sounds like. A little dolt on your hand. Uh, he just doesn't want to apply himself. But if he's dead, the apply himself no thing's one thing. repercussions if he t- right now for him. He's taken away. He's got no interests. If you're emailing me and calling your own kid passionless, it's ten times worse than what I'm even imagining. Parents would say he's got no passion. We don't even know how to punish him. Have you considered spankings? And doesn't have any... Uh, yeah, a, little, a little fresh one from Brett? That's yeah. what he calls him. You want a fresh one? <laughs> the other thing is, you know, it could be, too, having friends that, I don't care either, man. Right. Getting an F. Cool. Yeah. You're raising a loser. And you have to figure out what he likes and then take it away from him or... The dangerous thing is you could try to embarrass him and stuff, but he might get attention for it and turn into one of those. Call Dr. Lynn. It's not too late. ASAP. You don't regret one. You will, too. That's for sure. But yeah, having a deadbeat kid would stink. 
Yeah, that's my problem with like I, I can't imagine having like if I had kids like the worst like the worst crime would be a dull one. <laughs> this is my son. He bores me to tears. <laughs> not he doesn't play baseball. He's not funny. <laughs> if I had a not funny kid, ugh, that would kill me, destroy me. That's the whole point. Uh, dear Brady, it's Valentine's Day this week. I got two dudes I've been piping. This chick's classic. Nice. Nice. I don't want either of them to go away. I like them both. How should I manage Valentine's Day? They've both asked me to plan stuff. They want to have time with me. All right. And I already know it's wrong, so skip the sanctimonious BS. <laughs> Just do your job, Brady. Shelly. Boy, this broad's really. Shelly's ready to go. Yeah. Shelly, you're... First of all, laying pipe to two. A nice lady laying yeah. pipe. That's right. You can split squad that. <laughs> yeah. We'll give her a day. One's a lunch. Give her a day. Deal a little afternoon. The other's evening. You got to shed the lunch guy. How do you do it? And then one of them's going to want to go overnight because if my guess is Shelly's not a kicker outer. Shelly's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Sleeping next to you. Ah. Yeah. So, See, well, you're a little bit late into it, but, you know, to a split shift. You just basically say, I can do a lunch thing in the afternoon, but I have an obligation. Um, better have a have story. To, you have to fabricate. You, have, you better have a story. Go home and shower, too, between. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's yeah. another thing you should do. Absolutely. Just make sure that uh, clean the tanks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, get that, get that cave mopped out. <laughs> or. The smell of condoms and whatever else down there. Or you can go to lunch. Have a nice little afternoon, and then uh, go, hey, do you want to um, go to dinner a little bit later on? Like, I want to go back and change. And when you go back home and change, you're like, did you have anything? Um, oh, brilliant. Because I reacted allergically to something. Yeah. I'm just, I feel horrible This happened right to you. This right. Is gold. Yeah, Brady had a call that a dog hair got in a girl's hoo-ha, and she had to go to the hospital. <laughs> He stuffed dog hair in her hoo-ha. Blew up like a puffer fish. I thought you were like, nah, Brady was an ass clown for a Valentine's Day piping two broads. And you can't make dinner. That's right. And she couldn't make it to dinner. He called me from a park. Hang on, I'm getting another call. Ah, great. I pumped a bunch of peaty hair in this broad. That's how I remember it. That's not how he said it. I think he was crying, going, you got to help me, you got to help me. But I didn't. all I heard was, I pumped peaty hair into a broad. She's at the hospital. That was good, and then you had another date that night. Yeah. Not easy. You didn't like it. This chick's digging it. Because I've seen the movies, you know, where they go out with both of them, and they try to go back and forth, put them in separate separate rooms at the restaurant. Yeah. Hang on, I'll be right back. Tell you what you could do. Don't juggle that tight. Here's how I would do it. Pick the one you like more, because there is one of the two that I guarantee you like more. Shelly. And... Tell him you're having some sort of weird discharge. Turn him off immediately to the idea of boning. Yeah, but then you're never getting back in there. Yeah, you are. It's not sick. It's just like, I think I'm starting my period. I don't know. What, unless you already had it last week. Just I don't know what's going on, but I don't want to. I don't feel good. I just want this to be a nice lunch. Take the take the one you like least to lunch. Tell him you got female problems. Something's going on. Make out with him. Maybe a, maybe a beach. And then say, I'm not feeling so great. Head home. I'm just going to go to bed. Make sure that the next guy you go out with is far, far away, and you go to his house. Don't bring him back because this dude might check on you. So lunch guy gets a little beach and a goodbye. The better of the two gets a nice dinner somewhere, and then you go back to his house and you pipe him. 
Or cut to the chase, Shelly. Invite them both to dinner and get Eiffel Towered. Just tell them you're a whore. That was the suggestion. Tell them about each other. uh, Would you like to have um, Valentine spend Valentine's in Paris? Oh, the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, would you like to Eiffel Tower me? And get them both involved. Because I will stand up. You so know, romantic. We're, we're allowing her to do this in a way. Like, City no, lights. Pick one. Yeah, it's romance. No, look, she already said cut to sanctimonious BS. The pick one's out. That's done. Then keep juggling what you're doing. Well, say to what, uh, say you said to them what you said to Brady, which is, all right, boys, I don't need any sanctimonious bullshit. You're both going to pound me tonight. You're going to turn me into a Chinese finger prism. And I don't care. And if, if one of you is out and you'll find out which guy's cooler. Because if one of them's like, I won't, I won't do it. Get him out of there. Just pipe one and then start picking up pieces. Keep moving, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sally, that's the quote of the day for you. <laughs> All right, which one of you wants to Eiffel Tower me most? If both hands go up, Shelly, your dreams have come true. If one guy seems a little bit, as you put it, sanctimonious, use Brett's line. Hit the bricks, puss. <laughs> Shelly, I hope the piping works out. Yeah, me too, Shelly. You sound classy. I'll see you at the uh, next AA meeting, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm Shelly. <laughs> I've been sober. I don't need this sanctimonious bullshit. Look, here's what goes down in my life. I take pipe, and I take it all the time. <laughs> I don't need you guys judging me. If I had a pipe in my hand right now, you know what it would be? In me. Anywho. <laughs> I'm over here at this uh, pinwheel. I'm thinking, who chopped this up? This would have been a nice thing to put in me. I'm a hooer. She's piping, too. Plenty of people piping, too, for Valentine's Day. Try to try to double down. Lunch, female problems. No guy's going to check on that. He's just going to take... He's going to be grateful that you took the time to take him to lunch and have a nice afternoon. And then get sick. Because there might be a you know, good chance that he's not... You know, it's pretty new into it, maybe, that they yeah. don't want to put that big of a thing on Valentine's well, Day. Well, they both told her to plan something. So if she's yeah, planning so that, plan afternoons, and then plan... All a- they're looking for is a piping. Absolutely. So, pipe so here's the thing, though. But you got to be smart if you want to keep the piping alive, Brady. <laughs> He's not wrong, but you're not thinking a long term. <laughs> Pipe lunch. <laughs> Female problems. It's telling me you think you might have endometriosis. Ah, no guy asks questions about that, which is like, yuck, that sounds awful. And then say, I'm going to go home. Head home. And then plan the next thing at the other dude's place. Where you go there before he gets home from work or whatever. Uh, spread yourself out on the floor like a bearskin rug. And he comes in immediately. Right. He's piping before his briefcase hits the ground. Or janitor's mop is my guess. But either way, you know, his work utensils. Pipe him first. Yeah. That way he doesn't have to spend money on you for dinner. Yeah. And like, you know what? You want to skip dinner? Right, right. Okay. Bring him some McDonald's in a bag. And, and the second that door opens, the first thing he sees, go, oh, what is that? It's just your honey hole aimed right at him from the ground up. And then just, just. <laughs> show me open, Show that. Make a- Whip it out, whore. <laughs> Shelly. Anyway. All right. There you go. We're late. Because that's what Brady would do. <laughs> hey, look, you were. You're, <laughs> pick one. That's garbage. <laughs> I had to take that over. And pipe them both. You were just angry at it. Get the piping. This is a lady whose dreams are coming true, and you're trying to stymie those with your. You what Brady would do is obvious. I wouldn't be involved in this situation. But what Brady would do if you were in this situation is what? Pipe them both, but how? Politely. That's not a thing. Uh, Split shifting. How do you get out of it? That's the thing. You got a day shift. How do you get out without, like, without being vulnerable? That's why I gave I you advice. I have a prior of, engagement. What? 
I'll come up with it when I'm. I mean, like, <laughs> I like, gotta spend time with my. Uh, I told my parents I'd go out to dinner with them. What if they don't live here? They're visiting. <laughs> All of a sudden. Go ahead. Here's Any other thing. questions? Endometriosis, Brady. <laughs> Girl says, I got to touch the endometriosis. She's like, what's that? It's this thing inside my vagina makes everything. Oh, ugh, never mind. Go home. And I'm not even going to call you later. Am I texting? Was everything all right down there? You started throwing up after lunch. Right. I think something that. I was gagging on something. I was gagging on another. <laughs> Dinner time, I started gagging on something. I think it was your fault. Shelly. Anyway, well, there you go. That's what Brady did. Well done. Shelly, you're a bit of a slut. But I like that you're piping too on Valentine's Day and you're trying to keep that alive. She knows what she is and she she accepts it and that's good to her. Self-awareness is a sign of intelligence. (laughs) Uh, There you go. That is sort of what Brady did. Yuck. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Uh, It is time for uh, the entertainment drill right now and that is... A glorious thing. Brady has solved your problems with uh, what would Brady do, and now it's time for him to entertain you. That lady is a slut. Piping? All, all the emails are like, well, she's piping two, she'll pipe three. What's her number? <laughs> Good point. And I loved what Austin said. I got an email that said, man, farts and blowjobs. Because here's what men need to know. Every time a man farts in front of his wife or girlfriend, the act of a BJ loses its wings. And that's the way you have to look at it. That is beautiful beautiful behavior. They are not your sisters. They are not your friends. They are. That is the food. That's the food, Brett. I've today. I was this this old when I found out. Yeah, you were were today years old when I told you don't fart on the food. It's like (laughs) makes perfect sense. I'm like, wow. Yes, doesn't it? Uh, Scott Haynes has said, don't fart on the food was rule number 69 at Porkopolis. Yeah. Uh, when Brady said, let's make a turkey sandwich called the Very Dirty Bird. <laughs> yeah. The husband and wife team, we call it. Oh. Farting on the food. And ladies, talk to your man about it. I'm with you. I'm on your team. I'm a feminist when it comes to this. I've seen guys do it, and I end up talking to them about their sex lives going downhill, and the wife doesn't seem to care no more. First question. You farting on her? We've been married for 20 years. Stop farting on her. You don't want to go down there. She's a fart machine. It's gross. Yeah, no Dutch ovens, pal. You picture all the... Wait a minute. No Dutch ovens, Brady. <laughs> Do, go in Kirby's room and blow a Dutch oven. That's appropriate. Just lay down with you for a second. It's a little weird, Daddy. Of course it's weird. I need to get you back. Oh, no. Not over my head, Daddy? No. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, Daddy. Gotcha. <laughs> I got your back. Silent. <laughs> Fart on somebody who you, whose fridge you don't go in. I fart on Brady. You're never going to be in my fridge. You're never going to eat my food. You're not going down there. Every morning, I lay on that couch while you're on the computer, and I blow one out, and I go, gas, and we're done. That's it. Toledo's. It's like a look fine-tuned clock. It is. It just, Toledo. I do it on purpose. I, I yeah. cage it and bring it to you. Like, I had to go in the in my office this morning. I was like, ooh, I got a good one going. I laid down. I couldn't wait to hear that. And my stomach gets scrambled back in there and make it happen. Toledo walks around the hallway in the morning. We can hear him in other rooms. Chuck that guy's ridiculous. Toledo sounds like the horn section from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you remember? <laughs> the Phoenix horns get together. of <laughs> September. Yeah, he's got to go. So do that around your friends and around people you don't want down there. But Brady, you stop it at home and don't say I can't help it. That just means it's broken. You can help it. You choose not to. That's laziness. Stop farting on each other. I've been only crop dusting Kirby every now and then. Crop dust Kirby all day. That's hilarious. Now we're talking comedy. Fine line. That that area. Really? Yeah, that area of the store doesn't belong. Kirby has no interest in that, and rightfully so. Gas her out of it. Gas her out of it. Like it's a war crime. <laughs> this area's off limits. Come on, Dale. <laughs> oh, really good fart. <laughs> anyway. I usually wake up five minutes later. From she knocks me out. <laughs> you think that's what's doing it? Daddy! <laughs> Across you. <laughs> now who is the victor? <laughs> and while you're down there, enjoy some of my beef. <laughs> right in your mouth, sleepy. Oh, God. <laughs> Take that. Here's your new CPAP flavor of the month. <laughs> I fought in your CPAP. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And there's one more sheepdog on the planet as of today. Uh, one of the uh, glorious Ackerman family, Jenna. Uh, I, I was going to go train with him today, but Jenna is uh, given birth today. So the uh, daughter of Jay and Joy Ackerman, uh, the, uh, the kings and queens of React Defense. Baby's dropped today. Well, hopefully. I don't know if it's out yet, but today is the day. So uh, congratulations to them. They're bringing on a third generation of this glorious training crew. Is there going to be a baby training class for babies? Oh, yeah. We're going to do and some infant this, fights. This oh, we're going to fight the babies. We're fighting babies. There's no doubt about it. Infants, newborns, uh, whatever you want to bring to the party, age groups. But, no, it's uh, great because uh, that, that they're just great people. So congratulations to the Ackermans, uh, one and all. Josh is a new uncle again. And uh, Jay is a grandfather, and that doesn't stop. And that's one thing I just said. Jay's a grandfather, like four or five times over now. Uh, and, uh, you know, no age has stopped him. He's still the toughest guy in the room. That guy's a, a beast. Uh, you want to go out there and learn from great people. It's a family business. They're family people. They're good, just nice, good people uh, that I've become friends with, and I'm glad to say that I am. So congratulations to Jenna uh, and her new baby that they'll give a stupid name to. I'm almost positive of all new babies have dumb names now. But that's okay. It's a new generation of dumb names, and that's fine. I'm just an old man who complains about stupid new names. Like Tylese or something. I don't know what's going to come out of it, but we'll get it. But uh, congratulations to them. Uh, great people who deserve the best. They do great work, and you can check out all their great work at reactdefense.com. It's in Phoenix. It's in Glendale. It's in Chandler. you still got Tony. you still got Michael over there in Glendale and Chandler today. You can go work with them uh, if you're over in those areas as well uh, and check it all out. But if you do. Pass on the best to the Ackermans. That's an awesome addition. And another sheepdog is on our planet. Uh, it's the home of Tactical Black and Lil Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. We uh, mentioned it this morning, but there's trouble in the uh, Megan Fox MGK kingdom. No, I don't know what's going on there. A period of, uh, looks like they've broken up. She was farting on him. Farting on the food. She uh, is only friends on her uh, social with uh, Eminem, Timothy Chalamet, huh? or Chalamet, and Harry Styles. Chalamet. That's the only one she's... She's unfollowed everyone else except those three. Those are the last three guys that she's kept on there? Yeah. Some handsome gentlemen. Because Eminem has a beef with MGK, so she's yeah. keeping him... And Timothy Chalamet is a handsome young man. 
So yeah, she's and banging Harry Styles. Eminem. Huh? So she's banging Eminem then. Good, well, good on you, Eminem. She's saying um, she's breaking up because she's probably he's hooking up with Sophie. That's his guitarist in his band. What's she look like? I don't know. Let's look it up. Pretty decent. Yeah. He's got a good looking. Is it Megan Fox? Decent? Now, you got to remember, mm. Megan Fox has three kids and Brian Austin Green comes over a lot. That would be enough for any man to, to stray. She's, yeah, she doesn't have the kids and younger would be my guess. Sophie. Oh, 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 that one. Oh, I see. Right. And Brett, what do you got? Pop it up on the TV. Let's see what Sophie from MGK's band looks like. Oh, yeah, she's pretty. See, and again, you. Oof. I don't know if you want to go on the road drinking every night with her. You're inevitably going to get in a little trouble. Oh, yeah. The ID uh, channel. That's a bad idea. Yeah, I, I think that's just a bad idea for any man. I don't care how moral you are. If she's been hanging around you she's every day, band. you're drinking, you just had these performers high on stage. Bunking like, in the bus every yeah, now and then. Uh, that's a bad mix. <laughs> yeah, and Megan's a beautiful lady. There's no question about that. Three part, uh, three part documentary. Not expired. She's kept it together. Yeah. Well, she's of the age of the most expired. Well, he may be going Leonardo and just kind of. Yeah, he's starting. You know, she's like ten years older than him. This was inevitable. Oh yeah. You know, she was going to grow out of this phase. They got tattoos of each other all over their bodies, though. So of course, one of those deals. Yeah. And a ring of thorns or something. She has. Who knows? It'll be tough to take off. Terrible idea. Premieres March 6th, John. What does? A three-part documentary. Jared from Subway catching a monster. All right. Now, Subway still somehow seems to get a lot of play on this. <laughs> Could they leave that out? You know what I, I do like, though? Could you leave that part? <laughs> America did a good job of separating Jared from Subway. They don't blame Subway for it because, you know, Subway did a great job of just going, we're done with this guy. We had no idea. Sorry about that, folks. Like, they played it perfect. It was never their fault Jared was the monster. Who would have ever known? The whole point of being a monster is hiding it. He hid it well until he didn't. So it happened in 2015. Yeah. It's coming up on eight years. He only got like 12 years, right? 15. Yeah. Cut that in half. He loves 15. 15 was his number. Was that make him uh, Heba? a Hebophile? Hebophile. Hebophile. Because they say pedophile, they should. That's post post puberty underage. I think that's hebophile. Why do you got yeah. to bring this? Yeah, pedophile is under is prepubescent. Yeah, and then pubescent is another thing too. Pubophile, gross. They're just they're just a gross person. Yeah. And who? How about that? You know, Jared from Subway. That guy swung. Yeah, I don't know how he pulled that off. That's just weird. And the last thing is, this is exciting. My man Vin Diesel. Oh, that movie preview looks great. Dropping cars out of moving planes. No, he's uh, doing another Pitch Black or Riddick movie. Yeah, great. That's going to be better than this Fast and the Furious 40 or whatever it is. The, they drove down the face of the goddamn Hoover Dam. Did I you know. see it? Yeah. And people still eat that We're up. We're still going to see these don't movies. Know. You have to be guys like you, Brad. I no, absolutely. Or not. you're a car guy, <laughs> yeah, and you don't care. No, I could care less. And now Aquaman hates him. I, I like Jason Momoa's Aquaman is fighting. You know what's his name? Toretta, Vincenzo, Gino, Gino Toretta. I don't think it's Gino Toretta. That was the quarterback. I don't think it's Gino. I think it's a different name. I think it starts with a V. 
It's a terrible movie, though. Just a terrible movie. I forgot his name, damn it. But I do remember that uh, I started watching I'm like, oh, God, they've got him in it now. Now they've got Aquaman, who I actually like. And he's fighting. Uh, I could see the kind of guys that uh, Shelly's two-timing around with going to see those movies. <laughs> Dominic you know Toretta. Dominic, that's right. You're right. <laughs> Shelly's piping. Dudes who love Fast and the Furious. That's true. Post seven. I don't think you should pipe her. She looks like she gets piped a lot. Yeah, I'm a piper. I don't think that's a good idea, Dominic. This movie's horrible. Why is Aquaman in it? We like to drive very fast. You want to follow us? Follow us, Shelley, to a good double piping. Habs! Enough. That's enough. I know who we are. All right, I was kind of hoping that the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy would make him just a one-word yeah. actor. Habs. That's right. What's Great he saying? Job. Great job, big boy. I You've am got Dominic. Dominic. That's right, Dominic. You know your name. Follow me. Let's get this over with. Get in your car. Get in your car and drive. Fast. Very fast. We like to drive very fast. And furious. <laughs> That's right. He's got a brother. I didn't know that. Very Italian. You fit right in. You're as dumb as he is. But you know what? He's still smarter than the people who paid to be in it because he got paid to do it. Money. That's right, Vin Diesel. <laughs> You're a strong actor. Idiot. Someone with a cow in? Yeah. <laughs> Great acting right there. Now, drive your car down the Hoover Dam. It's realistic to the idiots. They buy it. And now Momo was in it. it 11 times. I know. So they're going to buy it some more. <laughs> yeah. the greatest franchise in movie history, by the way. <laughs> Put that on for a little bit. And then just go swallow a hot barrel of gun. These people share the road with you, and they believe that the Hoover Dam is something you could probably get through. I don't even know how you get to it that way. Make a left on dam. That's right, big boy. We'll go. We'll drive right into the Colorado River. What's the uh, What's the problem with that? This GTO probably float down to Yuma. Idiots. Anyway, we're all Just down to the bottom of the dam. <laughs> we'll turn the water off. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, and then the <laughs> dam we'll is the world. The dam is breaking. It's gonna fl- <laughs> enjoy your twenty dollars waste. It's a car raft now, yeah, John. Look, Come you, on now. You mop bathrooms all week to spend your money however you want. So enjoy pipe and Shelly and enjoy going to the <laughs> Fast and the Furious 53. Uh, we're done. You guys have a great day. Larry McFeely's coming up next. Enjoy your Palentine's or Galentine's Day. And we'll see you tomorrow for the big love day. It's 98 KUPD. So long. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.